I can mention how I still haven't seen Penta wear our shirt. Hello, everybody. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the newest edition of Hello. Slow Pitch Wrestling. <laughs> I like to talk your, over you. Your boys, you do. <laughs> uh, your boys are here, ready to give you all things wrestling related. Let's say hello to the gentleman, Mr. Lucas, drinking the uh, champagne of beers. What's up? Uh, correction, Bert. This is called Bronx Champagne. My introduction, too. Walsh had his first Bronx Champagne. No, today. no. I've had probably my 3,000th, but no, I, no. I've always uh, referred it's to it as... his first as Bronx. Yes. Yeah, so it does taste different. It tastes different when you call it Bronx Bubbly. It tastes like sweat, dirt, and the <laughs> elevated train. Oh, I have a little bit of bubbly. A little bit, a little of, bit of bubbly. Bronx Bubbly. Thank God for Chris Jericho. As Lucas enjoys that, Walshie, what's it's, happening, buddy? It's so terrible and delicious at the same Boats time. Boats and hose. Uh, thank God we're here. I love slow pitch wrestling. <laughs> Walsh rocking the uh, the safety shirt. It's the yes. neon green, so everyone can yes. see. Yes, it's a slow pitch shirt, but it, it also doubles as a traffic uh, <laughs> advisory. In the biz and construction biz, I mean, we call that high viz. High viz. Hey, go put the fat guy with the high viz out on the traffic. High circle. viz, so you don't get hit by a car. Oh, I'm high vis. That's that works. Not a bad thing. Not but, a bad thing to have. But they still make us wear it when we're working on the roof and shit. Like still make like us wear it in the ba- in the basement. Yeah. So the eagles don't fucking yeah. swarm. We're in down a giant here. orange shirt. And the, you know, the fortieth floor with windows. Like, who, who's gonna drive by here? Some douche. Um, I would like to say before we get uh, get started here, uh, fuck the Giants. They look terrible. Oh my they, god. They they just got Dak Prescott thirty million dollars. Um, <laughs> he usually right to thank Murph, you the Giants. You need to watch your mouth because the Giants are in midseason form right now, <laughs> losing by twenty five to the Cowboys. <laughs> All right, thank you. Not a giant fan, but factual is they've lost eight out of their nine first games of the year in the last nine years. Yeah, we gotta stop playing them first. Can we see you week three? <laughs> fuck. <laughs> give up the first two weeks. Can you give me the Bengals? Like fuck. That's when you get. You that's when you get my Redskins, and then you pounce them. Well, we had the Bills this game. week, and uh, who just fucking killed the Jets, and um, and my boy Greg Cecina. Sorry, bud. And uh, so yeah, we need to rebound. Uh, so first things first, last. Last time we talked, we were getting ready for the big NEW Prison Break show. What a show. Over at Mid-Hudson Civic Center. Amazing. Uh, what again. a great time. Ama- again, amazing. Big shout out to Michael Lombardi. That guy puts on amazing shows. NEW yeah. is great. NEW, when when they get, you know, they obviously they have like their local talent that they kind of parade in Connecticut and they bring to here, but when they book the big shows, they... They uh, they go deep. They, they go deep. They yeah. book some serious They're shows. Super shows. Out of that, Kenny Omega to Poughkeepsie. Yeah, but they book some serious shows out of that PAL building in Waterbury too. Yeah. Sure. They get pent there yeah. all the time. That's yes. ridiculous. I gotta tell you though, the one time I was at that PAL building, uh, Man Scout Manning won the the Battle Royal, and that place erupted. Lost its mind. He erupted. I was actually great. Um, I tagged him in a video the other day of him uh, interfering in the match a couple oh, weeks yeah, ago, yeah, yeah. and he liked it. Yeah, he sent he's, me a he's thing. He's a good guy. Yeah, he's pretty cool. I think we gotta get a tent fall on this show. Oh yeah, I, I was screaming on it. Bring that! Where's the tents? Get the tents! So, uh, prison break. Let's see. Where do you want to start? Uh, um, let's start before the show. Fair uh, enough. We get there. We're on line waiting for beer, and Murph taps me on the shoulder, and he says, "On that line for beer, that's motherfucker Kip Sabian." Creep alert! I, I said I'm <laughs> a wrestler. And uh, Kip wasn't wrestling on the show, but uh, Penelope Ford was there. Lady. So, um. Yeah, he's hanging out. He did the meet and greet. He uh, he had pictures and T-shirts, and he was meeting fans. But when the show was getting ready to start, he said, "Screw this! I'm going to get a beer." So I uh, cozied up to him as we both left with the beers, and I said, "Hey, you know, uh, you know a little insider info." Yeah, I whispered to him. I was like, "Hey, listen, you on the cruise?" And he kind of gave me the stink eye. I was like, "I don't know what you're talking about." And I said, "Well, uh, if you are, 
you know, let's have a couple of these. I'll see you. So he cheers me and said, oh, I'll see you. <laughs> so, uh, so I don't know if he was like, I'll see you in hell or I'll yeah. see you on the boat. But see you later. Yeah. So, um, I'll see you later, high viz. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. Hey, high viz. Hey, huge dude with the fat head and the green shirt. <laughs> the lime green bright fluorescent shirt on. So, uh, fast forward about an hour. Uh, Lucas and I go get a beer, and he's sitting at the table watching Penelope's match. So I stop. He gives me a head nod, like, "Hey, I recognize you, Hi Viz." And I was like, "Hey, uh, how can he miss you? You want a beer?" And he's like, "Damn right, I do." I was like, "All right, I'll be back with one." So we hear the bell. Wait, you forgot the best part. What? Oh no, I'm sorry. Go ahead. So we hear the bell the during uh, the match. I was like, "Shit, you know he's gonna bail. He's going to the back to see Penelope, whatever." I was like, "Well, you know, if he's there, I'll give him his beer. If not, I'll drink it." But they were. So out of the beer, he asked yeah. They for. wanted a sh- he wanted a shock top, and they're out. So I said, "Shit!" Well, the shock top they weren't out, but the shock top line was like three times the line of the Bud Light line. So yeah. I said, "Fuck this!" So I gave him a bullet. I was like, "Hey, listen, shock top line was crazy. He didn't give a shit. Thanks a lot, mate." <laughs> he was ready. Yeah, he said, "Don't matter." As he, as <laughs> he know, started to pop I, it. I find it pretty funny that the part of that story is that you offered to buy him a beer where he full well knew you got up during his girls' match. Oh yeah, <laughs> wanted to buy beer. Yes. And then I was like, this guy ain't going to be back here. You know, he's going back for Penelope. No, that motherfucker waited for his beer. <laughs> Young, so I, shout out Kip Sabian. Truthfully, it wasn't much longer after he got the beer that he disappeared. Yes. Uh, I was keeping an eye on him. He was probably waiting for it yeah, and, then, and then bounced. He was but, probably uh, like high vis Definitely back a chill beer. dude. Uh, that was uh, pretty cool. And before the show, we also went over. Um, I took a picture with Pento. We gave him a slow pitch shirt. Yes. He yeah, was, was a real good. cool that, guy. That was, that was a smooth uh, move going over there without telling us, taking a picture with Pento. I told Thanks. you guys, hey, I'm going over there. He did. See he did. Left. Say and you guys were like, I'm super cool. I'm well, talking to Nina and. Uh, no, nobody told me that. <laughs> nobody told me that. Pento's my shout out to Sean. So um, I came back for you. I threw you the high sign. I did the uh, the grease thing. Yes, and then we he, go together. Shangity bang the bop. Walsh, um, classically introduced me to Penta. Said, "Hey, hey, Penta, this is Luke." No, he said, "Hey, Luke, this is Penta, my friend Penta." <laughs> yeah, yeah. I said, "Hey, Penta, this is my boy Luke." Hey, Luke, this is my boy Penta. <laughs> Penta looked at me like, "Get away from me!" Actually, got a smirk out of Penta. Yeah, that was pretty funny. He broke kayfabe. He yeah, smirked I, on that. He, he almost, uh, he almost hit me with the Sarah Mara. He's, uh, <laughs> he's a, he's a, he's a, he's a small dude. Uh, yeah, Small than I I've got to stop taking pictures with wrestlers or get on my knees when I do. Because <laughs> or start re- or start training. Yeah, yeah, or start training. That's true. God, I want you to take a, a bump. So I want bad. Connor Riley to kick me in the neck. Connor, where are you? <laughs> I need to. I need to get Irish crush. Um. So yeah, we uh we saw those guys. A couple of the guys were already in from the um meet and greet. Who else? Yeah, we, were, we saw we're, Teddy Long. At the Teddy table. Long. Jerry, so what's up to Teddy? Jerry Lawler was hanging out at a table. Um. Oh God, Keith Youngblood. Keith, that's what I was just saying. I said, Keith hey, was bullshit, I said, hey right? Keith, what's up? He's like, he goes, hey, we know each other. I was like, yeah, we met a bunch of times. Uh, <laughs> Wait, but then sure we Youngblood, it looked like I was dead. Youngblood, uh, we, uh, you turned with the shirt, and he, when you said, yeah, we met a bunch of times, he goes, oh, slow pitch wrestling, I know you. Yeah, he did. And I was like, the shirt. Yeah. that was cool. Uh, I, that's hey, me, guy. Hey, well, we Keith, talked nice about Keith, you. Keith Youngblood's one of the thirty guys that listen. <laughs> or uh, we bombarded his Twitter. But yeah, Teddy Long was out there, Jerry Lawler. Um, we missed a couple of the guys uh, we wanted to see, but we got there just in time for the show. We had great seats. Where were we? Six right, row. Right, six row right on the rail. Six row on the rail. The first four seats off the rail. Uh, so Teddy Long comes out. Holla, holla, holla. Hits you with the uh, the old school SmackDown. He challenged everybody to a match with The Undertaker just about. Then we got a little um, Renee Young came out. Got yeah. the crowd pumped up. She, she puts on a good show in person. Yes. Yes. Very uh, much more attractive in person. Attractive young lady. So, uh, yeah, Renee Young came out. That was cool. WWE Flair was there. Uh, Very surprising that most of them, uh, most people look better on TV. She, true. in person, is way better looking than true. she's on yeah, TV. She TV well. does no, her no justice. Camera ads. No, 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 not even in it. Just like her whole face and everything. Yeah. I was like, 
Wow. What's up, bitch? No, but I'm just saying, I'm, I was very surprised that she was actually better looking than in person. Um, WWE uh, letting her do a show with Mox on the show. Actually, not just Mox, a lot of AEW on the yeah. show. Truthfully, uh, a lot of people were surprised about, but um, she's but you know, you know what, at this point, she and she especially has a relationship with NEW. I mean, she yes. to how many shows? Corey Graves, Corey does Graves shows yeah. With them and Jerry Lawler yeah. is still WWE. Yeah, Legends deal. So, you know, I mean, it's very interesting how NEW has these connections with. Yes. All of the companies, and another company that you might not have, we didn't might not have realized at first that uh, will come up a little later. Surprise guest. Yes, yeah, true, true. We'll mention that. But uh, so Michael Lombardi, uh, Teddy Long comes out, Renee Young comes out, the Michael Lombardi comes out. His microphone fails a little bit. Everybody razzes him a little. Yeah. So uh, and then he says um, he's got some very elite friends who may be interested in taping some TV in this very building, and the place friends. lost their shit. Throwing the elite, the, the elite going crazy. How crazy would that be if AEW did a TV taping at, at the Kip at C, Civic Center? Yeah. Uh, oh, the Civic Center, why not? obviously, it's historic. Since it's awesome. It's uh, the a big great turn place. with Paul Orndorff against Hulk Hogan happened there. Uh, Miss Elizabeth made her debut. Randy Savage chose Miss Elizabeth there as his manager. Huge things have happened at the Civic Center. Monday Night Raws were taped there. I have saw a bunch of wrestling there in you think, the Tons. mid to late 90s. Oh, they were, they were there all the time. Oh, Sandman Port smashed the, you know, opened the beer right over my dad and brother, soaked my dad and brother and a couple <laughs> neighbors of mine. Like the Civic Center's, you know what I mean? One of our favorite stories on this podcast. That is, do we know what episode that was? Because that story is That's a classic. Good oh, it's amazing. Yeah. It's probably going to be the, one of the first couple, and right? Then, and then, you know, how apropos, a couple months later, Sandman oh. throws a shoulder into us as we're yeah. standing in the Manhattan Center. We took pictures of the beer dicks. cans. <laughs> yeah, we're trying to take selfies with him at 300 miles an hour as he runs by. Some of the is worst that, pictures uh, of all time. I think that you, you want to go back and listen to Hulk Hogan. My dad called Hulk Hogan. Is that, oh, that yeah. That? It might be on that one, too. Yeah. That's a great story. I should just have, Say, we should just have a podcast about my dad's wrestling story. Sandman smoking a cigarette behind your dad. Your dad getting all upset. Like, like, what the can, can we get him on the podcast? He's the only guy smoking this building. <laughs> hey, they said no smoking. This is bullshit. So Lombardi comes out, gets everybody hyped about AEW, and then the first match on there is uh, you got you get pretty excited for this one, right? Lu- oh, I lost my mind. I'm the biggest Jungle Boy, Luchasaurus, uh, Marco Stun. What do they call them? The uh, Jurassic Jurassic Express. Experience. I think. Um, I think it's experience. Okay. Yeah, because the Express is the Viking. No, Jurassic Express, because the other WWE yeah, is experience. experience. Uh, WWE is ruining names. But, uh, yeah, I lost my shit. I love Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. Luchasaurus is a genuine monster. That guy is yeah, huge. Yeah. He's 6'6", six, 6'5", six, six, whatever the hell he is. That guy is huge. Well, when you're in the ring with Insanely Rude and, and, uh, and Jungle Private Boy, yeah. Yeah, you're Jungle gonna, Boy. You would have looked like a fucking uh, Metal Ends monster in there. So uh, those guys come out. Private Party comes out. Private Party hops off the stage each way. They run through the crowd. They go up the That's stairs. That's pretty cool, yeah. Yeah, they ran through the whole Civic Center. And then uh, I'm pretty impressed with Insanely Rude comes out. Those guys put on a show, man. Yeah. Uh, the least known tag team of the three, I would venture to say. Obviously, oh, okay, the other yeah. guys with a TV yeah. deal. But Insanely Rude came um, out and put on a damn spo- show. Spoiler alert. After this ma- after this show, though, they did win the – they are the current yeah, well, uh, NEW tag Yeah, about a week later, titles. maybe yeah. even. Not even yeah, a week later. Could have been the next day, actually. They had more shows. Um, I do got to say – Jungle, uh, Luchasaurus. I don't. Know how, I can't remember how it ended up working out, but Jungle Boy was on the back of one of Insanely Rude, and Luchasaurus gave him a choke slam into a Canadian destroyer. Yeah, into the destroyer. That blew my fucking. I mind. have a video of that on my phone, and I scream destroyer. <laughs> I'm like, uh, you know, it's going out of style. A uh, great, great match. Um, I love Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus's double team moves. Uh, and if you watched All Out, which we're gonna get into, the triple team moves. Now they got Marco Stunt on. Yeah. Who's like. 
playing with a wrestling buddy, pretty much. Um, you can do whatever. I used to love you, those things. Yeah, you can throw them across the room. Oh, I was always Shawn Michaels, and I had a Hulk Hogan one, and I had the Legion of Doom ones. So it was Shawn Michaels, you know, taking over. Don't worry about it. That's what it. the kids with money. Yeah, I didn't have one at I all. Had, <laughs> this guy I, had three. I had Macho Man and Big Boss Man. You had the Bronx Champagne, all right? <laughs> I had a pillow with a Sharpie, and I, I drew a, a face on it. a Sharpie and an ass whooping for doing it. <laughs> so uh, that first match was great. Um, Private Party takes the win. Yes. Uh, which was awesome. And then afterwards, Luchasaurus, Jungle Boy, Private Party, a little bit of a dance party. Yeah. Which was a great time. But they had some great high spots, uh, flying over the ropes. Uh, I love that match, obviously. Um, anybody else? Uh, anything on that match? No, I mean, that Canadian Destroyer kind of did it for me. The that Destroyer, was, their double team moves are amazing. Yeah. Um, I really love uh, their whole thing. I, I hope, um, you know, obviously they're, they're going. They're It'll going be interesting to, to see uh, if those two are in the AEW tag team. Oh, they got to be, gotta yeah. So, right? They got to be. Um, You know what I also uh, – I'll get into it when we talk AEW. Remind me of that when we talk <laughs> AEW. So that match was amazing. Uh, the second match of the night was – um. You, do you know, remember the order or you're just going through the – got, I've got the order. Okay. In my pictures. Uh, that's what I'm looking at right now. I'm going <laughs> – um, so, The next um, one was uh, Enzo and Brian Pillman? No, the next one was uh, Cass. And Thrill Ride. Cass and Thrill Ride. Cass looks great. Oh, yeah. I've, we said it on the preview show before this, but that guy in person is another fucking monster. Blows my mind. He, he's, you can't teach that. He's a true New Yorker because he wrestled in fucking jeans and Timberlands. And he came out to um, Tupac uh, and, uh, what was it, Hail Mary? Yeah. Yeah, he came out to Hail Mary rapping it full on. He did not... Uh, That's pretty tough. He gave zero Fs, as the kids say. <laughs> but the dude, looked, he's in the best shape of his life. Or he's getting there. Um and uh, pretty happy for the guy, really, just happy for the guy. We actually ran into a friend of his, and uh, we, we talked to Enzo's parents. We said, what's up to Enzo's mom yep. for a second. One um, of the many times we were online for beer. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Me and Hyviz here. You know what's um, great about NEW is they're, they're bringing they huge beer. stars in, but Enzo and Cass are on the way back up. Their families are excited. Their friends are excited. They were there, you know, seeing people, talking to people, and such a small venue. And, and like they're, they're Those two are now back on the road, so they kind of yeah. have to – Redo everything almost to extent. I mean, I, I guess Enzo didn't really pay his dues, so to speak. Right? He kind of got into WWE. Yeah, he went right on up. Yeah. yeah, Cass was in a wrestling school in Brooklyn. Um, I forget the name of the school. Either, but Cass made his way up before he got to NXT. But um, it, that's the great thing about NXT. I mean, uh, NEW also because you're running into these people's family and friends, and you're on yeah. beer lines with actual wrestlers, and it's it, you want to talk about an interactive experience. Yeah. So, uh, Cass. I, um, I know you said Cass is in good shape, but don't don't knock. Our thrill ride. Oh, to- thrill toxic ride is me- toxic masculinity. Diesel. Looking like a milli. Thrill ride is cock diesel, bro. Mr. He's huge. Mr. Toxic masculinity. Um, I, Doing uh, the job for Cass. Yes. So Cass is working putting, way back putting up. Putting the big man over. Put him over. Um, so Cass came out uh, through a nasty choke slam, huge power bomb. Uh, I always mess it up. Silberkett, Jared S- Skillerbet. Jared Silberkleit. Silberkleit. Uh, I always mess it up. He gave him a good shot or two. Dropped his ass. Yeah, he did. So uh, he's he took the he took the Bobby Heenan bump a couple times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. He hold the top rope. He always yeah. has the suits that are thirty dollars on Amazon, but they look like they should be a lot more expensive. <laughs> yes. <laughs> are you talking? Are you saying he stopped at H and M on the way to Poughkeepsie? Yeah, basically. Um, <laughs> hey, listen. He's the Northeast Jim Cornette. He's a gem. Yes, he, he appreciate really is. him. I mean, hey, if you can get in the business that way, I mean, he, he makes it work. Yeah. So. Hey, and uh, shout out to that guy, um, Ring of Honor. Uh, they they did a little Ring of Honor taping. It was him and uh, Thrill Ride, I believe, right? Uh, Casanova. Oh, it was a cat? I think. Oh, but Jared was probably with Thrill Ride. Yeah, yeah. I think Thrill Ride. Uh, I think they might have been Future of Honor, but uh, they did a taping or something or a tryout. Yeah. So a big shout and, out to them. Um, I, don't, I don't know if I mentioned this on the podcast. Jared, he was 
on Ring Crew for the Ring of Honor show I went to. Was city. he? Yeah. He was sitting in the corner there, like, right in front of us, so he was the one who had to go get all the fucking screamers after. after That's cool. Out. Hey, yeah. man, you know what I mean? He's, Ring of uh, Honor, young boy? Yeah. Check that out. Basically. So he, and then, yeah, he star took, one show, but he's willing to do his shit took, on another? He took a bump. I can't remember who it was, but someone threw someone into the railing, and he was kind of there, and we were looking at the way, so he had to take the bump. He sold it for fucking 10 minutes. <laughs> man down. Man yeah. down. It was like the, the Ambrose no. and that Raw when he got curb stomped and sat live in the ring. The ring totally the left. Until they started taking it down. It was yeah. one of those. Are you sure he was selling? Or was, or was he sleeping? Very possible. Yeah. Yeah. Or was the guy knocked out? Cannot confirm nor deny. <laughs> so uh, the next match we got here is a little celebrity uh, drop in. We got David Arquette and King Brian coming out to fight uh, Jerry Lawler. And Jerry Law and Keith Youngblood, the NEW Tag Team so Champions. So we, we definitely missed a part in this story because the last time we were in Poughkeepsie with them, David Arquette was on the side of Jerry Lawler, right? He, well, he was injured. He was supposed to wrestle, but he, oh, he came out. But he made a surprise appearance yes. with Lawler and um, Foley. Foley, yes. And the uh, three world so, champions picture, the famous yes. three world champions picture. So uh, somehow in this time frame. He has turned heel. Yes, turned and he joined up with the... the um, with his arch enemy. The trust fund. No, no, no. The King's Court. King's Court, I'm sorry. King's Court. King's Court. Uh, uh, yes. Get your heel factions right. Listen, NEW's on fire with their heel factions, <laughs> all right? So, uh... They're big, uh, late 90s factions right so now. So, King Brian and, uh, Arquette there, um, against Lawler and Youngblood. Great match, um... I forget the other gentleman's name there in the King's Court. Uh, Baron Von right Vito. Baron, yeah. Big dude, uh, also impressive guy. So, um, Arquette, uh, oh, so Arquette, I don't know if he gets turned around or what happens here, but they, um, they kind of disregard him and they start doing their own thing in the King's Court. And then, here comes our guy. Manscout Man comes down. The Manscout's music hit and the place well, erupted, man. Previously, they lost it. The, their fourth member of the court, or the third member of the court, I guess, came out, that big guy. Yes. Uh, came out and, uh, you know, turned the, uh, tide their way. Manscout came out, no tent, not needed. Came out kicking ass, Boy Scout uniform, uh, the place went wild. And then um, afterwards, we got the... Uh, the court turns on Arquette. Yeah, our court turns on Arquette. Arquette face turn afterwards. Uh, Jerry Lawler comes back, makes this. He's watching from the ramp with Youngblood. Comes back, makes a save, drops a nice Does stunner. Does he go? Should he not go? Should he he help? Do we have a check on Lawler's, Lawler's age? There's Lawler here dropping a stunner on uh, Brian Anthony. For those listening at home. Yes. And oh, then, we got our, then we got our cat um, hitting the diamond cutter, reminiscent of uh, Ready to Rumble. Yes. Know, I will rule you. You do know this is a radio show. Yes. Um, because you just held up a video. That's yeah. fine. Visual aid for those in attendance. Thank you very much, <laughs> Lucas. Put up on the PowerPoint. Yes. Just, uh, just one for everybody knows. Check the YouTube later. Uh, <laughs> afterwards, Arquette did make a, a kind of statement alluding to retiring from wrestling. Yes, he doesn't know how many more shows you'll catch him on. And so, if you see his name on a card, get your ass out there kind of deal. I mean, I don't think anyone was necessarily going for him per se. Nobody was crying about it, but dude's in great shape. He did get himself in good shape. And if you listen to his podcast with Jericho um, a while back. Uh, he's out there. He's hitting the indies. He's out there doing his thing. Oh, he definitely went all in to kind of make up for kind of you know yeah. being a fucking fake ass WWE. And that's champion. what he said too. That's kind of why he wanted to do it. Almost like a redemption tour. So Enzo comes out and he says, uh, you know, he was the headliner of the first and only NXT live tour. He says uh, they were happy to be on tour with him because they would have their thumb up their ass, um, making money, making money. Yeah, I remember my boy uh, uh, Wild Bill Walters went to that show. Wild Bill, fan of Slow Pitch. Um, he won tickets off the 92.7, I believe. For really? That show. Yeah. yeah, he took pictures and everything. 
But uh, Enzo comes out, no music. Super disappointed on no that. No lights. Yeah, the disappointed no- what? The entrance. Oh, sure, yeah, but you know, they can't play. You soft, you sloppy. No, but g- give the guy a mic. Something. The sure, guy's doing. He could easily pick a rap song like Cass. It would get yeah. yeah, that, or he could have came out and done a version of his, you know, My Name's Enzo Amore, the place would have fucking popped. You know what I mean? They yeah, that would have been the pop of the night. Yeah, I guarantee if, you if that. they came out. Um, and I know him and Cass are kind of together, kind of not, but if those two came out and did soft, you know what I mean? That place would have dropped. But uh, Enzo. Wondering, so, sorry, here you go. I know they were in this. Uh, they're in a string of NW dates now. Yes. I wonder if they're gonna if they're gonna have a team at all. Do a little if, team if up job. Even if Enzo comes out, quote unquote, managing. I believe Enzo was like Cass's second when he wrestled Ambrose at um a Moxley at Six Flags that time. Yeah, which they also um credit you know Big Big Cass very appreciative of you know getting that match there. That's huge. Yeah, but that's um, a big match. Enzo comes out, no music, almost like uh, all business kind of deal comes to the ring. Here comes Brian Pillman Jr. Great Brian, young talent. Brian, Brian. Uh, comes down, runs down the ramp, and then does this like 80s knee slide off the bottom of the ramp, like a 5 or 10 foot knee slide. Uh, wild hair on this dude. Yeah, um, mullet. Quick segue to the AEW show. Jericho burns him after the show yeah. <laughs> in his like quick uh, walkthrough monologue, which was hilarious. <laughs> uh, I love that. And Pillman just sits there and owns it. He's like, got me. Um, but uh, So yeah, Pillman if, and Enzo. If, if I could describe this match in one term. Uh-oh. Headlock. Headlock. Drop down, take over, headlock, drop down. Yeah, Meet Enzo, you in the corner. Enzo trying to tell us that he's a real um, technical work, wrestler. He's working. Jesus. Yeah, he's no Jack Gallagher. He doesn't no. have the English style. No. Um, Lucas would rather watch Zack Sabre Jr. than Enzo Amore, I would venture to say. 100%. But, 100%. If I'm going to see Enzo Amore and the promo hits and then, you know, the lights go dim, I don't want to see you walk down the ring in boxing trunks to try and prove that you're a technical wrestler. Yes. Come out, do the stupid fucking dance. Do your do your moves. Do your dance. Yeah, do your moves. You've Have your a shit. mic in your hand because that is your biggest. You weapon. got a fucking mic tattooed on the True. back of your hand. Why are you not coming down to the ring, down to the ring, ripping Brian Pillman apart with a mic in your hand? I don't care that True. you can or can't wrestle, really, to be honest. I mean, and I, I also wonder what their goal was of doing that because if you want to be, you know, say you're a technical wrestler, drop down headlocks is not the way to go. No, uh, I, if you follow him on Instagram, which leading up to that, he was training a lot, a lot in a boxing gym and doing wrestling. So he's trying to prove because after he left, every, what did everybody say? Oh, was it? Why did Pac not want to lose to him? Because he's not a real wrestler. Whatever yeah, you're not a wrestler. Did you hear Simon yeah, but, Grimm's uh, shoot on him? Every other if you any YouTube video I watch, it the next video is Simon God rips on Enzo. <laughs> Enzo right. Now now here's the thing, you watch that, right? And Gotch rips him apart. But Enzo's getting booked a lot more than Simon Gotch. Sure. Oh so, Simon Gotch has a steady spot in MLW. Yeah. He? Yeah. He's in um I must I must only see select matches. I don't know. Uh, it's not country unit he's in. He's in another faction in MLW. Yeah. But, okay, so you go to the average wrestling fan. Uh, you know, here's a ticket. You want to go see Simon Gotch wrestle or Enzo Amore? Yeah, Enzo's got the name. But I still just don't get... If you want, if you were training, you definitely learn more than the, the headlock. There's a lot that's of headlocks. A lot. I thought the crowd was very close to turning on that match because that's. I was wrong. He was. is in contra unit. Just contra unit. Yeah, he, he was definitely was close to losing the uh, crowd in that match. I mean, I don't know that he necessarily ever necessarily had it because then he, the he he hits he 
I don't I can't remember how the finish was, but the pin, and he he walked out almost before the believe, announcer was on I his name. I believe he hit eat defeat. Uh, he had his finisher there. No, uh, he puts the you know the foot up on his chin, drops down. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's his own fault for coming out with no music and no mic. Dude, you come out with some kind of rap. Sure. With a mic, crowd's gonna pop like crazy. It, I believe that's what he's trying to get over his new gimmick. You know, uh, right. all business ends all more kind of deal. Yeah, but, but we don't need that. And then you go into a headlock match. Real lucky you didn't lose the crowd right there. Yeah. Sure. So uh, moving on from that disappointment, um, Darby Allen. Our next match here, uh, Darby Allen comes out. Um, now this is uh, comes out hot. Yeah, it comes out. Darby Allen's crazy as hell. But um, I believe this was was this the NEW match that he earned at the show that we went to in November. Um, I believe so. I don't know if he challenged for the belt between now and then. Yeah, I mean he could he could, very well could have at could have. in Bethany or something, but I I can't say yes or no to that. So uh, I can't imagine he would have helped. I mean, well, I guess the Money in the Bank they held it for quite a while. Some of them. A uh, great match there. Um, was it Hale Collins, right? Yeah, Hale Collins and Darby oh, Allen for kind of a, kind of a quick match. I think that's because of the crazy bumps the two of them. Yes, they took some the wild bumps. Three like, minutes. Hale Collins going off that ladder, including Dude, the one I'm watching table. here. Uh, Hale Collins there it is. Off the yeah. ladder right through the table he, to the floor. That was that, insane. The table did not even stop him like one bit. He no, went he right didn't, down the cement. Slow him down at all. Here, the holy shit. And it's funny. So when we that saw him, when problem. we saw him in yes. November, he essentially he did a, a a frog splash in that same spot almost on yes. the table. Yeah, this guy's uh, he puts it out for the crowd. He really does. He came out hometown guy. He wants to show out for the people. Took the microphone after, thanked everybody. Um, he all, he looked hurt afterwards too. He was hurt and dead. Yeah, dude. that's well, shit. He went down 20, 25 feet from the air. Jump off a twelve foot ladder and go through a table. Shit, that was hard. And hit, well, and so hit some men. Big. No, that's all they mean. Uh, Darby Darby no, Allen. Also went through the table. 15. Come on now. I watched WrestleMania 10. That's a 15 foot ladder. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what are you talking and it was 17,000 people in the building. Yeah, you're goddamn right. <laughs> uh, Darby Allen, though, also took a, a pretty nasty bump going off the, the top through a table. To the outside? Yeah, where uh, Hell had, had moved. Darby yeah. Allen, the owner of the stupidest move in all of wrestling, that coffin drop. I guarantee Stupid you, in a good way, though. Listen, I can do the coffin drop off. On my knees and land on my back on my rug and I'm not getting up. This guy's going off top fucking rope yes. and tables and shit. It's a crazy yeah. thing. Yeah, what's well, the one when he did it onto the apron too? Has got to fucking really hurt. I listened to him with uh, Chris Van Vliet, uh recently. Um, he did videos for like uh, I don't know if it was ridiculousness or jackass or whatever, but he used to send his shit into MTV until the point where they pretty much told him like you're out of control. You need to stop. We can't deal with your shit no more. Yeah, like he, he's uh, the reason they did the disclaimer. Pretty much, he's, yeah, yeah, he's, almost, he's almost the reason for that. Uh, yeah, that please don't send the videos. We will not watch them. We will just destroy, <laughs> we will throw them in the garbage. But, so, uh, but honestly, can anyone them. in here say we all? You, everyone taped their own jackass, right? Oh hell yeah. Okay. Oh, dumb shit. You didn't? He really didn't have tape recorders when I was... <laughs> he, he was <laughs> drinking the Bronx Champagne. Like no, uh... Us wanksters in the country yeah. were jumping off trampolines S- and throwing S- shopping carts at people. Somewhere in the the back of someone's closet in Washingtonville, or maybe not wherever, there's definitely tapes of us doing real dumb things. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, there's also, um... I gotta hit my friend RJ up, uh, for some backyard wrestling tapes of us thinking we're the Hardys and the Rock on trampolines. I had a... I was part of FTW. I think it was Federation oh, Trampoline boy. Wrestling. Nice! Yeah, we had nice. videos of that somewhere, too. Oh, yeah. We, we would, like uh, to see them. We come out and do one match on the I don't, I don't oh, want the, to. I don't think I want to. The next match, same guy comes out in the same t-shirt. Now I'm Jeff Hardy. <laughs> <laughs> no worry about production. So, also, I gotta mention about this Darby Allen match. I didn't understand this till the next day, but somebody threw a beer at him or a beer yeah, can or yeah. something hit him. And he, he went he after He jumped them. over the rail like it was a hurdle in high school. I didn't understand what the hell happened. And then, but 
the funny part was security threw him back over that rail yeah, like a child point. a second later. Darby Allen is not well, a, your, a he's large man. Be, what, at most 120 pounds? One, yeah, 130 maybe. Fucking security picked With him up, threw him back over head. like it was part of the <laughs> yeah. show. But um, And then they chanted asshole and fuck that guy yeah. to the gentleman they removed shortly after. So I think what I read the next day was they either threw a full beer at him or a beer can or something. He I hit him with a beer. beer and Somebody, uh, what uh, an idiot. There was a girl sitting like behind him on Facebook said it was a, um, a can. A can of Bud Light. Was it the Bud Light one that gave us the cans? Like that they yeah, poured I into a so. cup? I think so. Oh, oh, but it was the one beer station where they just handed you the cans? Yeah. That was Bud Light. Yeah, that's why I gave Sabian. I gave him a can. Yeah. Yeah. It was a Bud Light can that the guy hit him with. What an asshole. So then after, well, obviously that guy's an asshole. So then after this is one of the best moments of the night. They, obviously they just had some sort of hardcore ladder match. Oh, yeah. So there's tables everywhere and there's dust and debris. So the ring crew comes out and they're sweeping and they're, um, they're cleaning up. And then they start chanting for this guy. Sweep forever. Sweep forever. Too sweet. Too sweet. Yeah, I got a few things here on the uh, phone. Uh, Okay, everybody. Yeah, here we go. Check out the screen. They They um, need to hear it. That's all. This was one of the biggest pops of the night, I got to say. Without a doubt. um, This guy was over. (laughs) You can't Um, believe it. I got to tell you, though. So the next night or the next weekend in Bethany, this guy was part of a, a tag team match, too. I guess someone came out and didn't have a partner, and he pulled that guy and had That's a That's cool. Partner. So he's some sort of uh, on his um, way up. You know, yeah. Well, can we back this up for a second? Yes, sir. Did we know anything about going to Bethany? I didn't go. I said I saw the I, Oh, I, I the assumed highlights. you were sitting front row. I did not go. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, we just got big time by Murph for the first time in this episode. <laughs> not One, we should have a clock. Not we should have a clock. Ding! <laughs> I'm going to add some special effects every time I big time you guys. Ding! So, um, big time. You want to talk about cashing in on some, uh, you want to talk about cashing in on some, you know, um, you want improvising unintended glory here. JT Dunn comes out right after this match and he grabs the microphone after his entrance. JT Dunn, great talent. Yeah. Uh, death by elbow here. Uh, DBE. All over Northeast. This dude's on fire. He's going to, you know, we're watching a star on the rise. But this gentleman comes out and he grabs the mic. He's like, whoa, 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 whoa. We're getting this guy back in here. He's getting his applause. He just did his thing. Get this guy in the ring. So the sweep guy gets in and the place loses their shit. So JT Dunn goes over and drops this dude. Runs yeah. across the ring and drops this dude. Severe drop. Getting his heat, baby. Talk, well, we'll talk about a pro. JT Dunn. JT Dunn was calling him into the ring and he got the, the throat slash sign from the side because this was going live on Fight TV. So I think they were coming back from their promo or commercial. Oh, and they didn't want. So to they go gave him, yeah, they gave him oh, high gave, spots. It was high, high spots. It was high spots. Yes, so sir. they gave him the cutthroat sign. So I guess he was like, Improvise. "Let me just fucking smash this kid. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> He'll get the point. Hey, you'll so, get the point when you fall off the apron." Yeah. So now this match was supposed to be Ray Phoenix versus JT. Yes. They did mention, I believe, at the beginning of the show that some sort of travel issues. Travel issues, uh, which, not for nothing, afterwards seeing online, Phoenix has on this to a couple other. I don't want maybe to say a couple other, but at least one or two other shows where he's had some travel issues. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, Phoenix is starting to get a rap is, for this. Yeah, is, you know, obviously things happen and it's out of your control. But when it happens more than once, I mean, this wrestling, especially with these guys, they're traveling constantly. It can happen, but not exactly the best look when it's uh, trending in the in the wrong way. No, twenty second timeout. Walsh, you have new sneakers on. 
Um, I have a. Do you think you could beat me in a race? You look pretty fast in those. You're both looking pretty fast. Because yeah. I have some new sneakers on those too. Those are brand new sneakers, but uh, those, those look like the they cost at least sixty dollars. These you cost some, fourteen you some... bucks. <laughs> These are so cheap. No name dad shoes. They didn't come in a box. They came on a hanger at Walmart. Oh, I bought some of those. I, I love no Walmart box. shoes. Not a hanger. I love Walmart shoes. If you look at these, look at the bottom. There's no like shape or anything. These it's are just no, like there's no grip, but there's like baloney slice on the bottom. These are pretty much what they issued a prisoners. <laughs> but you know what? They're shining right now, baby. I haven't hit the dirt with these in days. I tell you what. Looking at them aside, when I quick glanced at them, I thought they were like Asics. Remember Asics? Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, these uh, are no, they look like Asics. Those are big uh, wrestling shoes, though. But now Asics. that you showed me the bottom, I can answer the question. You will not beat me in a I race. I will not win this race. Because these shoes will fall you know, off you. I'm wearing turf shoes. Not Holy spit. Those are great. Those, those you are got just some shy. fucking high-vis over you down there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got some high-vis down there. I yeah. am high-vis. For the viewers, so visible, I can see the fucking future. For the non-viewers at home, I am wearing fluorescent green... Ivis sneakers. All right, we need to get back to this match. Nobody cares about our old dad it shoes. It was the 22nd time out. You're true. You're true. Fuck and me. you're wearing old dad shoes. Yeah, yeah. I'm wearing Walmart I'm specials. These are Air Marks. So, <laughs> Air Marks? Air Mart of Walmart. So, uh, Air Marks. You're a Mark. So, as Murph was saying, uh, Phoenix No shows us. Yes. But in a happy accident, happy surprise, uh, who comes out, Murph? Mr. Ring of Honor World Champion, Matt Taven. Leader of the kingdom, Matt Taven comes out. I gotta say, if that wasn't the pop of the night, was it? For me, it was. Uh, yeah, no, I would probably say so. Just I would because say so. the surprise factor. Yeah, you knew Mox I mean, the was ma- there. You not that the match was necessarily great, but I think they put on a hell of a show. Some, I don't know. Sometimes Matt, something about Matt Taven, I, I don't fully like in the ring. No, you know. Um, I don't think Matt Taven is as over as a lot of guys. Well, you know what, Taven is um, what well, Taven is going to go down as is loyal. Taven, yes. oh, completely. Oh, he put his time in with Ring of yeah. Honor. He's um, is he their first um, Grand Slam, Grand Slam sorry. champion? He, of the, of it's sorry, possible. I believe he is. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, winning that um, title match at MSG, yes. he's going to go down in history. Uh, Taven, I I went over. You know, I popped like mother. And you know, he he's comes from NEW. He's still involved in NEW. And he put on a great speech afterwards saying, you know, nine years ago he was NEW. He won the NEW championship for the first time in the Civic Center, so it's a really big night for him. He thanked Ring of Honor for letting him do it. And then a couple Broke days later, for a day. it came out that um, his Ring of Honor deal is it's coming up almost soon. up. Yeah. yeah, so what's the story? It's kind of bad for your, uh, your champion and your biggest over uh, heel. heel. No, I'm heel saying faction, on yeah. the other side, with Marty, with your, your two your top guys. Yeah, your two top yeah. guys. Got a... Would you like a premonition? Because <laughs> I'll give you one right now. <laughs> yeah, thank God it's not coming from me. Go I'll for it. I'll give you one right now. Marty's gonna win the title. They're <laughs> gonna try. That? Yeah, they're gonna keep. They're gonna keep Marty you for think a while. Throw that money on him. Yeah. Well, a little. They're gonna give him at least six months or a year or something like that to try to keep with him it. there. I got... And Marty be stupid not to take it. Might as well take it until AEW gets a little more going. He's always gonna have a spot in AEW. Yeah. Right? Oh yeah. So that's what I'm it. saying. Yeah. He'd be stupid not to take a. Yeah, but you know what? Yeah, that's actually the thing because uh, AW is gonna offer money no matter what money up the wazoo. But right, you get a you get you get you six months to a year to be the top guy. Somewhere. You might increase yourself. Sure. Yeah. Well, even though with Marty, it'd be hard because he's been so over for a while. Yeah, but he carried a ring on a heavyweight title for a while. Hey, you want to talk about evolution? Party Marty Skrull and Impact uh, old TNA. You know what I mean? Party want to talk about somebody who's really maximized uh, their value? So let's get to the main event here. I know we we did probably pass up a couple matches, but uh. I think we hit them all. Moxley. Oh, we passed Penelope Ford and uh, That's Tasha, fine. Tasha you guys, you guys, it was beer. It was a beer match. Yeah, it was a beer match. 
Love you, uh, in the main event, John Moxley versus Pentagon Jr. Yes, uh, quick side note. We learned days later that Mox wrestled as injured um, for the staff infection. Oh, uh, yeah, I guess so. Yeah, I didn't he think about that. this injured, um, and what we heard was he was... MRSA. Yeah, from MRSA. Um, he was protecting the elbow during the match here, but, um, you know, and then Kenny Omega tore him apart in a, in a promo yeah. later. But, yeah, Mox and Penta start out hot. Them cursing at each other. Well, Mox... Penta cursing at him and Moxley kind of cursing at the crowd almost. That was yeah. pretty funny. Yeah, that was pretty Penta good. Penta cursing is kind of like, uh, does he know what he just said? <laughs> I believe Penta knows what he said. I, he believes we don't know what he said. Yeah. Uh, well, it's, you I know, it's interesting. Also translation, because uh, that's really not the curse word you want to drop when there's a lot of well, kids. Well, you hear that story with Cody Rhodes that just came out? Yes, yeah, that's the uh, which yeah. I didn't. When he was down in AAA, when he teamed with Kane Velasquez, Kane Velasquez and, uh, uh, Dr. Yes. Skeleton or Dr. Mm-hmm. Wa- Dr. Wagner or whatever. Uh, Dr. Wagner. But the, I guess they were, they must have been yelling, uh, the, yeah, the F word that you're not supposed to say anymore. Mm-hmm. And uh, Cody apparently just found out that that's what it meant. So, well, the thing is, in Mexico, it means one thing, but if you're Dominican, it means something. Mm-hmm. If you're, you know what I mean? If you're, they, they hold different. So, at best, it's a slang word, and it's going to mean Yeah, and people. it's different levels of disrespect. And, and apparently, yes. in Mexico, it's one of the hottest. And when they were in Triple Mania, you know, they, because they it, led, pretty much led the crowd to chant a bit. Yeah. Because <laughs> I guess in that same thing, uh, it was Pentagon was saying the same thing. Or, yeah. So. Yeah, Penta gets in his face doing the, uh, you know, doing his gimmick there. And as I got here, I turned down. It was very loud. I'm just doing it to remember. But Penta gets in his face, does the sign. And then, um, and then, uh, so he curses him out in the crowd. Ooh, ah! Yeah. So the Mox gives, I believe, just everybody the finger. Not, not just Penta. And screams out MF her to everybody. So, um, you crowd, crowd pops for Penta in his gimmick yeah. every time. You know, that's a... Cheap pop, you know what I mean? It's like saying welcome to Oakland. Yeah. You know what I mean? Everybody's... Or Mick Foley. Mick Foley's the fucking king of the cheap pops, but... He owns it. So these guys, uh, you know, they start out hot and heavy. They throw um, Mox right out of the ring. Penta goes for the dive. Mox hits him right in the head with a chair. Next thing you know, they're in the crowd. Yeah. They're climbing the stairs. They went all over. They're throwing beers at each other. They're back in the ring. They're back in the crowd. I believe they went in the crowd twice um, during the match. Um. I got up to go to the bathroom during this match. You did. So, so I actually watched about half of the match with the guys and then half from the top. So I got some really cool videos and pictures from the top of the Civic Center here. And then I saw some of Lucas's pictures. I'm like Waldo. Yeah. With my high-vis shirt. Sp- you can spot it. Up at the top. Although, So from where we were, I, it is kind of annoying in the sense that that first 50 minutes of the match, I you could not see them at all. Yes. There was nothing going on. Yeah, they – um. You could, I'm yeah. back, everybody. And, uh, Quick bathroom break, Studio B. Did you unless you were um, – <laughs> Unless they were sitting in your lap, it was pretty hard to see, or if you or I was, up all that by the bathroom. But they made it back to the ring. Um, at some point, I don't know where the second mask came from. It was the mask that Penta wore to the ring or from a fan, but Mox was wearing a Lucha mask yeah, yeah. for a while. Um, uh, that came from a fan. That came off a fan. What, what did he hit him with, an umbrella at one point? Yeah. And he also stole from the last show, the Kenny Omega the, um, headline show. Yeah, with the umbrella, right? Uh, Penta took the umbrella. It's the same girl he took it from. Really? And it was this villain club uh, or bullet club umbrella, too. She must have got a new one. Really? And he had it with her. And he took it from her again. I'm smelling some fish here, man. <laughs> this Plant girl's connected. Dark. Yeah, this girl's connected. There's a whole crew of them. Uh, I forget the girl's name, but there's a bunch of them that go to all these shows. And they always sit in front. Yeah. So, uh, he probably recognized They put on quite the show. I'm sure you can see it on high spots if you're interested in going back and looking. On, you know, Mox. That, one. that the one spot where sorry, yeah, Penta goes over the top rope and yeah, puts Mox right through the table. That was pretty sick. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh, Mox is, at this point, and right now, one of the hottest in the world. This was right after the G1. Uh, Mox was coming off the G1. Yeah. 
uh, building this up with Penta. This is a dream match here. Injury, injury of, really kind of killing his mojo right yeah, now. Yeah, slowing down his fire right now because he was supposed to Penta, go right into uh, Kenny. Speaking of Penta, I don't know if you gentlemen noticed. I was pretty intoxicated. Not terribly. Eh. There was a guy sitting behind us with a Penta mask on the whole night. All night, yes. And Literally the whole night. I kept turning around and looking at him like, this guy's wearing a Penta mask. Well, like, this off. He, yeah. was also yeah. with, but, he was also with a girl who looked like she would rather have been in a fucking coffin than in yes. that fucking arena. 100%. She, she looked like she would have rather been in Darby Allen's car accident did, than at oh, that fucking Did event. not want to be there. So, amongst myself, as I was drinking all night, I kept turning around looking at this guy like, this guy's crazy. You still he, wearing this? He keeps wearing a Penta he, he hasn't taken it off all night. Ah, backfired on me after the, after the Penta Mox match. Penta was walking up the ramp, tapped the kid on the shoulder, said, and I was right next to him, said, come with me. The kid jumps the rail, goes in the back, comes back out with Penta's mask. Yeah. The one he wore during the, the Holy match. Holy spit. Yeah, I guess we, the kid, we probably never told him that. No, oh, I didn't know that. Well, yeah. That's what happens when you fucking get ditched. Well, when listen, you, when you just I didn't the boys, ditch you guys. I did what is known as the Irish exit. The Irish yes. goodbye. Yes. You can't, I can't knock that. Can't you can't hug it. and kiss so, everybody. <laughs> You know, last laugh was on me. I kept around laughing at the I guy. didn't know that. That's sick. He pulled, yeah, told yeah. the kid over the rail. Actually, huh? I, oh, he just tapped him and said, come on, and walked up. And the kid starts climbing around. And security went no, went to go near him, and Pentas stopped him. Wow. And said, come on. Kid went in the back. I mean, couldn't have been more than like a minute. The kid uh, comes back out with the mask. It could have been fucking 20 seconds, I yeah. think. It, it seems like, yeah. So we, um. And then he's, the best, he's telling his girlfriend, he's like, Pentas, you're bad for she, she was could. just as thrilled as she was the whole night. She didn't care. Who no. get, if, uh, She's not getting a pop. <laughs> if um, Jim Carrey would have ripped off the mask and gave it to him, she wouldn't have cared. Yeah, no fucks at all. Um, controversial ending. Uh, the internet, um, some people didn't really like this. Um, yeah. John well, Moxley rips off the unmasking. mask. Unmasking. Unmasking. Uh, very disrespectful to the culture. Young Bucks did it too. Yes. yes. Yeah. Hot, uh, hot finish right now. But he rips it off. Penta obviously goes to cover the face. Hits him with... Um, what are we calling that these days? Death Rider? Death Rider, probably. Death Rider, yeah. yeah. No more dirty deeds. So we Death Rider, uh, and then mocks for the victory here in uh, Poughkeepsie, yeah. New York. I gotta say, uh, yeah, definitely anytime NEW is in your area, which obviously this only applies to uh, the Northeast, and yeah. it's definitely our 30 listeners. Uh, definitely, 38. Definitely check out that. Yeah, <laughs> you gotta inflate the numbers, pro wrestling. Uh, definitely was a great night, and uh, Mox and Pence definitely ended it uh, the right way. Yeah, big yes. shout out to uh, NEW. We're done. We'll be back anytime you guys are here. Last Saturday, no, nope, a couple weeks ago, uh, AEW had their final pay-per-view before uh, national TV starts. Yes, all out. So basically this was the last time they were going to get to showcase uh, anyone before TV uh, back in Chicago, uh, year after All In. Lucas and I ventured down to the Wrestling Express uh, meetup. Nice spot. Well, Public House 46. Public House 46. Public House 46. Walsh, um, in his typical fashion, last yeah. minute told us he couldn't make it. Look, we were expecting garbage. that. I'm garbage. I should just we we should just get a two seater car, Murph. Uh, <laughs> whenever we go into those shows, actually I should get it because me and Murph could take it to when we're gonna go watch shows, and then boss me and you could take it. We're gonna get big time. Live to the shows. <laughs> you just got big time. <laughs> big time again. Uh, all out great show. Um, yeah, I thought it was. I thought it was great. Where do you, where do you want? Oh, uh, the female casino battle royale. Um, great on the pre show. Uh, we well, did, we could start think, with when we got to Public House Forty Six. I had to Austin Powers my pickup <laughs> truck into a parking spot. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the parking was tight. I was like, "There's a spot." I was like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, we're like, sixty-five forgot, moves. Forgot we in the fucking Toyota Corolla. I could yeah. get anywhere. Sixty-five yeah. moves to get the truck into this spot. 
Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, well the battle royal I thought was great. Couple surprises. Um, we yeah, missed that. We, I think we. Oh, I don't know if we saw the ending of it. Well, or it took not. us a half hour to get into the parking spot. So yeah. I watched it three times. What do you want to know? Uh, so I know Tennille was in it. Tennille Dashwood comes out looking great. One of my favorites. Tasted Tennille. She's coming on one of her moves now. Uh, uh, Priscilla Kelly was in Priscilla it. Priscilla Kelly, Kelly star. Engaged or dating uh, married. Darby Allen. Married, married to Darby, Darby Allen. Allen. Yeah, married Priscilla Kelly, Allen. star. Uh, um, who else? Uh, Britt Baker, I know, went after. Uh, Dr. Britt jumped B. Priestley on the, uh, during her entrance. Um, uh, as we um, know, most of us know here, the Casino Battle Royale. Brand new format. Five come down at a time. You draw suits, and then the joke so comes Priestley, out at the end. Priestley is married B, to Darby Allen. B, no, no. Oh, Priscilla uh, Kelly's with Darby Allen. Yeah, yeah, B Priestley's with Will Osprey. Will Osprey because yeah, he, they tweeted Will each Ospreay other. Will tweeted a picture of her and break the break of fight oh, and, yeah. and tagged Adam Cole. It was like, are we still we cool? cool? Yeah, we are. Probably again yeah, with the girls. I <laughs> <laughs> um, it starts out with Nyla Rose in the ring. Um, uh, Priscilla Kelly. Uh, a few other ladies um, I wasn't too familiar with, but we got to know during the match here. And then, uh, as we said, Bree P- uh, B. Priestley comes out to Neil Dashwood. Uh, Brandy. Co- Brandy and Awesome Khan come out together. Surprise, surprise. Uh, but, yeah, like you said, Dr. Britt Baker, man. Great, great. She's a star. Obviously, they're going to put the rocket on her back. Um, great wrestler. I forget what the girl's name was. The Dressed up like a lollipop girl, whatever. She was posing in the ring, and Britt dropped her, hit her with a super kick while she was on her knees uh, and dropped her. Notably missing Kylie Ray. She Kylie was, Ray. Was she released the day after or I the day she before? Released release. and retired. I don't know. It's a very murky situation. Yeah, yeah. Anxiety and depression. Um, There's been a bunch of things getting thrown true. around. Yeah, hopefully she's fine, doing good. Uh, we liked her in the first couple events. Uh, Penelope, Penelope Ford comes out in the first group that comes out. Very impressive. They gave her a second to shine there. Um, well, uh, Teal Piper makes her debut. She comes uh, out, does the eye poke. Some, um, the... Has she been really training? Or no, is they it just said a she's gimmick? starting to train. So yeah, she, so... she threw the sleeper on. And then Awesome Kong went to Eliminator and threw her through the middle rope. She dives right back in and, and grabs ODB, who is also another great surprise. The crowd popped for ODB yeah. pretty big. I didn't know And she whispers ODB, get me the hell out of here. And ODB <laughs> throws her right out. <laughs> with the top rope. ODB comes out. Jazz makes an appearance, um, looking like Avatar or uh, Black Panther's on the street. Black head, uh, black she shaved was, head. She was I, awesome. Is she still? At one point, she was uh, NWA Women's Champion. Yeah, uh, she's recently. been around forever. Yeah. Uh, but she came out looking great. So they had a nice big stare down. Jazz. Um, uh, I'm sorry, Awesome Kong. Who's the other one? Nyla Rose. Um, I forget who the fourth one was in the um, uh, in the stare down there. So. I, I really love the Battle Royal. Brandy got tossed. Yeah. A lot of people thought Brandy was going to win it. Um, she didn't, obviously. Um, I thought Britt Baker would win. Britt Baker, I thought, you know, could have done it. But uh, there you go. 100% 1992 Royal Rumble. Yeah. And uh, Psycho Sid, but at the time Sid Justice, Hulk Hogan, Ric Flair, where Hogan gets eliminated. He grabs Sid by the hand and Flair helps him over. Well, first it was uh, B. Priestley's out. Britt Baker drops her arm over the head and Nyla Rose flips yeah. her out. And there it goes. Nyla Rose is your winner. 2019 is a little enraged by that. Pretty predict, yes. pretty predictable. Right? Was, it was uh, either going to be Nyla Rose or Brandy, right? Yeah. What did you think about the 1992 ending? The what? They stole the 1992 Royal Rumble ending. Be pre- oh, yeah, the old Hulk Hogan yeah, handshake yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, I thought it was cool. They do that They do that a lot. A little because bit, but uh, the French call it an homage. You remember the, uh, the first all-in with the... Uh, Black and cheese ball snap. Yes. And he did that whole back. Like, he did, like, the whole match. Put Brady on his shoulder. That was awesome. one of my favorite parts. That was, like, that, that was my favorite shoulder. part of that show. Yeah, that was great. Oh. You know, actually, so that battle rub, I being, uh, that pop for when Flip, when people started, finally realized it was Flip. Yeah. It was, it was gonna rain, that, that place went fucking crazy for them. 
I'm sure. Oh, that's a sure show, Murph. Yeah, do, I'm sure. Um, I just wanted to add. I wanted to add another. He, he had to I slip wanted, it in. I wanted to add another thing. He's right? like, I went to the wrestling event of the century. <laughs> um, so, uh, and then uh, the Joker comes out. Mercedes Martinez, uh, big pop from Mercedes yeah. Martinez. Um, she looked pretty good. Uh, my wife was like, "What's up with her lip? She looks like a vampire. She had like some sort of lip ring in. It made it look like uh, True Blood kind of deal." But um, yeah, I I give a thumbs up to the Battle Royal, uh, Casino Battle Royale. Yeah, it's. It, I don't know if I'm fully sold on the on the on the waves. Oh, I, I love don't know. I, I love I don't the know how I that. I because I I think I like better the anticipation of someone's coming every two minutes. Yeah. 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 Um, speaking of that, I'm such a mark. I just watched the uh, Honor Rumble again from um, the event from MSG. Yeah, I just watched it the other night. The one where we were sitting Amazing. in the middle section and Murph was oh, yeah. row. Ha- See, you know, I didn't bring that up, though. Time. That's what I wanted to know. came out, I lost my shit. Bing! My, my it took him eight minutes right. to get into the ring. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, man. That was crazy. What yeah. a great... Uh, Haku had his ice skates on. Um, what a... Uh, I don't know. What have they done with Kenny King since that? You know what I mean? That should have been his springboard. He's or... now... Um, he's with the time, uh, the bell ring girl. Yeah. And he... Who's a knockout, by the way? It's... It's 2019. You can't say anything, Lucas. I'm not saying. I'm not saying anything. I didn't say anything. But uh, <laughs> in Global Wars, uh, he was recruiting Roosh. Roosh, nice. Yes. So nice. maybe so there's a little, little, little fashion star in there. Um. So yeah. Then um. What else we got here? We got, we got the dark pri- private private party. Oh, so I'm I'm going in this order. Oh, I'm sorry. I think it's the correct order. I believe. Probably. Uh, private party defeated uh, Angelico and Jack Evans. Uh, that was a pretty good match. Yeah, he'll turn afterwards. Good. I don't recall. I must. And Helico Jack Evans, um, they do a little uh, after the, um, what do you call it? Uh, they do a little handshake kind of deal. Then oh, Jack yeah. Evans jump um, private party. So uh, and Helico and Jack Evans, a lot of people were saying after this, why the hell would these guys go there to be jobbers? Just not listen. You can't win every match. If this is their story, they lost the first and few. You, then know, you know, it's, it's tough. You have two pay per views. So sure, you're either two and zero, oh, one and one, or zero oh and two. So you know. <laughs> <laughs> what are you laughing about? Nothing. <laughs> I just. A happy fella. Yeah, I can see that over there. Um, I got your text, by the way. Um, <laughs> and Helico and Evans, private party, great match. Um, I don't know what you got in the order next. Was that uh, the only other? SCU against Jurassic Express. The Jurassic Express SCU I uh, thought was so amazing. Was, that, yeah, there's some good spots in that match. We, we can't. Lucas is unmanageable. Get him another Bronx champagne. No more, no more bubbly for me. So what? Uh, uh, SCU coming out. Especially out. if you're going to be saying stuff like that. You're fucking <laughs> Christopher Daniels doing his weird strut that he does with the microphone. Yeah. And, yeah, whoever the hell that is. But um, I, w- I said earlier on, um, I love the triple team moves now. It was double team moves that I love from... I'm, I'm wondering if they're going to stick all stick together, uh, Jurassic Express. Oh, so is, that, is that like a plan? Here's that the 20-time a- out. I remember I said bring this back up later. I think AEW is laying the groundwork for a trios, a triple division with uh, trios tag team titles. Yeah. Think about it. Six-man tag. Six-man tag. They got the Jurassic Express, SCU, SCU, um, the uh, the elite, Kenny Omega and the Bucks. There, Orange Cassidy comes With out, best friends, and um, best friends. helps out the best friends. We'll get to that later. Talk about pop. Form up a three. Um, the Dark Order can grab any one of these juggalos, yeah, whatever I the fuck they are, their masks on them, and make a three. Very interesting. Um, so I, uh, I love, I love Super You could put Janela, Havoc, Darby Allen, which we're going to talk about soon together. You can do all sorts of things here, but, um, I do believe they're starting to lay the groundwork for that. I, I mean, they did say that there was going to be another title, although it, Cody alluded to being the TV title. That'd be cool. Um, but L- six main tag is, is that possible? I mean, 
the Bucks, how many six man tags did they have in fucking Ring of Honor? Every just about True. every match outside of the Bucks. They, they weren't for the tag team titles. The six man um, tag. The Bucks have won it with uh, Hangman, which is one of my favorite names of all time. The Hung uh, Bucks, Bucks. Yeah. <laughs> which is amazing. Um, but yeah, so um, what could add vill- next? Could add Villain Enterprises very soon today. Yeah. Villain Enterprises, true. Uh, Pac and Kenny Oh, hold on, Omega. we didn't even talk about. Oh yeah, so um, SEU goes over. Yes. Uh, the Triple T move was great with the whole where he spun him around, finish off with the DDT. Um, but yeah, SEU goes over. We're gonna start buzzing through here. Where you at next, Pac and uh, Kenny? Pac and Kenny. Great match. Yeah, I thought it was great. Great. If you heard Jericho's podcast, he said afterwards they're both furious that they both missed like a half a spot each. You know what I mean? They, but they went, both put on amazing matches. They went too long and missed a bunch of spots, yeah. Yeah, they went longer. They missed spots. Um, uh, I loved it. I'm not a big fan of Pac. You're no, not? I think Pac's amazing. Yeah, yeah. Over, over. I think it, it would have been uh, Mox Kenny would have been a better match. Oh, we're getting it. November 9th going head to head with yeah. uh, something else that we got to talk about. Mox, uh, and Pac, uh, does, Pac does beat Kenny with. Uh, a choke out, I guess. I don't yeah, know what that, what um, a, I did not ex- see it coming. I did not see that coming. But uh, he was on in like a crucifix type of situation. He choked Kenny out. Kenny goes down to his knees and chokes him out. Yeah, in interesting. The, I, that in was... the bar when it was tough to hear when we were watching, it was kind of like, what just happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, I can see how that gets lost on? in that. I, you know what? I didn't know that it was even. Uh, you know what I mean? That was even one of the options. Truthfully, <laughs> yeah. Know, here it is. Um, speaking of Pac, a little 205 news. Uh, so we did mention how Enzo, the last time he wrestled, was uh, the last the last match he had was at, at the Civic Center for 205 Live. Uh, 205 Live is no more. 205 Live is dead. They are giving it the ass. Um, the one good thing I would say about this is that they're not these guys aren't going to have the stigma of being a 205 Live, a cruiserweight, but how many of these guys are going to get lost in the shuffle? Oh, yeah. I mean, how many of these guys are going to wind up in somewhere else? Soon? <laughs> yeah. True, true. But – WWE's paying out the wazoo to keep people just off so they don't other go, people's yeah. TVs. Well, you figure the, the NXT right now has about 140 people on their roster, including the 205 guys. No, so they're probably damn near 200 now. They're going to be close to 200. Yeah, on a once a week show. For now are they, they're probably adding the, the, the cruiserweights to 205 Live to put them because they go into TV sure. against AEW, but now you'd still talk about a 200 person roster with serious talent. Yeah. yeah, and then you bring there in like Kushida, who just came over from Japan, one of the most prolific junior heavyweights of all time. He was on SmackDown, was it? No, he came out on, he was 205, on 205, Live. 205 Live. the other night with uh, Gallagher. But yeah. you got him now. You you better push his ass. He's about NXT. to be he's about to be lost. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and you, you know unless he's going for that North American title or something. Yeah, if you're not pushing him to the top of NXT, you, you know what I mean? What? Yeah, but waste money on Kushida. But it's, you know, it's gonna be a waste. It's gonna be like. Uh, Kyrie Singh and Oscar, right? They'll bring him up. They'll put him with, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, come on, hit me. The other Asian fella, Nakamura. Nakamura. They'll put him with Nakamura and call him like you know the twenty second timeout during the takeout champs timeout. or something. Did anybody watch SmackDown the other night? Where they're just asking Nakamura questions. He's just answering in Japanese and not giving a fuck about anything. <laughs> no, they had him on commentary. Like, hey, what do you think? He's like, Hashibaza. <laughs> <laughs> and Corey Graves pretending like he understands. He's like, yeah. <laughs> He is terrible. <laughs> He's like translating for him, but he has no idea what to say. It's hilarious. Uh, next match, which would probably be the spot uh, sp- spot monkey match of the night, I guess. Uh, Jimmy Havoc defeats Darby Allen. The Cracker Jordan Barrel. Uh, Three way hardcore match. Cracker Barrel Crusher. I don't know. Crow, whatever uh, they call it. I disagree with you there. Spot monkey match of the night was definitely yeah, the Young Buck ladder match with the. Ah, what are it's fifty fifty. Um, Joey Janela, one of my favorites. Absolute animal. Um, in the ring, out of the ring, in his dreams, in my dreams. Joey Janela is just a problem. Um, Jimmy Havoc starts the match with a staple gun. 
Um, Eating so, tax. Yeah, tax. Uh, Joey Janela's shoe comes off. Um, he's got tax. Darby hey. Allen with a skateboard with, with tax, tax or on nails it. or I something. I think Jimmy Havoc needed to do that. At the start. To start with the staple gun. Um, You're good enough talent. You, you don't, need to, that, you don't right? need to gimmick that fast. But, uh, yeah, that match was wild. That's what those three guys do. Dar- Darby Allen took the the Lucas's favorite move, the coffin drop, to uh to an extent. through the Cracker Barrel yeah. onto stairs. On the stairs yes. Why would you do that? Right? Yeah, that's there's so many things that could go wrong. My name is Darby Allen. Welcome to Jackass. There's so many things that could go wrong with that, and like you could never walk again because the results. It's not yes. like yeah. We figure if he missed a little bit and hit where the stairs, the bottom go of into his the... spine on yeah. the corner of the stairs, that could have been yikes. Uh, Jimmy Havoc does win this. I probably would have guessed him third too for them giving them the win True. of this match. I nah, would have thought Darby and Janela get Darby's the Hey AW Darby champ. Darby's had a feature spot with Cody in one of the matches. Janela's had a feature spot with Mox. So that Janela had a feature spot with Hangman in all in last True. year. True. Yeah. So this is uh Jimmy's uh you know Jimmy's first shine. Um maybe we kinda of breeze through a couple uh Riho and uh Karushiro. Riho so Riho yeah. will be facing Nyla Rose. Uh Dark Order defeats best friends um, for anyone listening at home, if you hear a dog barking in the background, that's my dog Mox outside. That's our fourth. Uh, oh, Mox, you named dog Max. Mox, huh? No, they, kids call him Max. I call him Mox. I like it. I like it. Dog Moxley. I uh, like it. So as we alluded to before, Orange Cassidy does make his uh, appear, uh, debut. Hands in the pockets, but with the oh man, what to- Tobe suicide diving through the ropes with I your hands in your great. pockets. That's a tough move. This dude, dude gets dogs on the internet, but I think we mentioned this last time. Can you kip up with your hands in your pockets? I can't get out of this chair with my hands up. in my pockets. I can't kip up. Yeah. So putting my hands in my pockets is definitely yeah. not going to make it work. I'm sitting it in a camping chair right now. I can't get out of this with my hands in my pockets. Right. So, exactly. yeah. Everybody dogs are Orange Cassidy. And Jer- Jericho put him over. He was saying, this guy knows what he's doing. He's out there. And uh, credit to you, Walsh. You mentioned Orange Cassidy a, f- yeah. a few months back before uh, he even blew out. Before WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, actually, uh, yeah. You said keep an eye out for this Orange Cassidy guy. Yeah, caught a tip. Caught a tip on some... Uh, freshly squeezed orange cast. Freshly squeezed. <laughs> yeah, the uh, the dark order. The lights went out. The dark order gimmick. Lights pat back on. He's in there. That was another one of the pops. You know, what I mean, that, that was yeah. a pop. That was a big pop. And then um, I was surprised that many people. A... I was surprised that many people knew who he was. A lot of people in the bar didn't know who it was. Well, right, yeah, right. Um, we were at. Yeah, but we're also step your game up, Wrestling that, Express fans. I, I don't want to t- make this sound the wrong way, but they are very WWE centric. I feel like a lot of those yes, guys. Yes, absolutely. Oh, the um. Wrestling, some of the, some of the, I'm not saying wrestling as a whole, but a lot of those people I think in that group are to yeah. extent. Well, uh, we we have uh, we interviewed a couple of the guys, you know, actually. Sit, Which will be at the end of this episode. Sitting bullshit, yeah, you'll hear it at the end. Uh, and Glenn, who's a huge wrestling, Glenn is a huge wrestling fan. He's one of the moderators for the page. He said he hasn't seen much of AEW at all. Didn't know who Orange Cassidy was. Didn't know who a yeah. bunch of the guys was. But he was. A, you can see the interview. He, he, he sounds like in the uh, Cracker Barrel match, I think. Yeah, yeah, or but was, you know, he's just, he's somebody that was pretty open. Was like, I actually can't wait for TV so I could actually see more of these yeah, guys. Get the exposure Which, to all these dudes. Yeah, so some of these dudes could become big stars pretty yeah. fast. Oh yeah. Uh, Cody coming down with MJF defeats Sean Spears with Star Trek. Always awesome. Yeah, the Star Trek entry. Although I do have to say, I feel bad for the dog because that, the, the whole fireworks. That was fiasco. Yeah, dog, If they're gonna do that much fireworks, do not bring the fucking dog there. Yeah, Cody um, made a little statement the next day saying that. 2018 certain, liberal. Certain pyros weren't supposed to go. <laughs> don't worry out. about the dog. My dog's no. been barking for a half hour outside. You, ain't fuck, you don't give a fuck about him. You care about Cody's dog? Senator McLaughlin over here. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, thought no, by, I thought by going over to the dog earlier, you'd be like, oh, yeah, let's bring the dog in. No. Uh, dog's been barking like he's getting attacked by a bear. You I'm haven't with, even looked out the window. I'm with Murph, though, they, uh, they 
should have done the pyro with the dog. The dog was scared. Well, if you listen to um, Tony Khan said that'll never happen again. Sure. Pyro or the dog? Mixed together, yeah, because you know everybody freaked out. I'm sure you got a million emails from Sarah McLaughlin and Murph about. Well, especially because Cody and Farrow did fucking fundraisers for (laughs) all like uh, shelters down there, and then he's there with bringing his dog in fucking fireworks. Where it's been great if the dog shit right on the floor. That would have made the night. Oh, I'm. I gotta think he did. (laughs) Um. So Cody and uh, Ty Dillinger, not Ty Dillinger, Sean Sean Spears. Spears. Now, um, obviously the big build up, the chair shot from the Darby Allen match. Um, then we introduced Tully Blanchard, uh, MJF. Who is he gonna have his corner? He picks MJF in the end here. Two two things I want to say about this. I definitely thought uh, MJF was turning. Yes, and they teased it at the end. Yeah. But um, they teased it a few times with MJF distracting the ref when uh, you know what I mean. A little bit of inexperience as a corner man. But um, uh, and then possible other pop of the night. My moment of the night, truthfully, I think. Arn coming out, double hit, hitting the spine buster, and looked good doing it. Arn came out, the place lost their shit. That was not a. Uh, what are you doing down here? That was not a Goldberg coming back for. No, no. Arn hit that shit. Oh yeah, Arn, <laughs> Arn, best spine buster of all time. Obviously. And. Spears did sell the hell out of it. He, sure. He's Shawn Michaels, that thing. And then, um, so then uh, Tully just fought. Tully abandons uh, Shawn Spears like a baby at a firehouse. <laughs> Fucking, he's out. Um, out like sauerkraut, baby. He's following Arn. He wants to know why. You know, listen, we're, we used to be the four, baby. So uh, Cody avenges the chair shot, avenges the um, the betrayal. And then, did you catch Arn's promo after? Arn's? Co- Cody was doing an interview, and Arn came over. He, he called Arn in. And Arn starts going, and Cody says, "You know what? I'm gonna leave you with the master," and just walks off and lets Arn finish the promo. And Arn's having the time of his life. Mm-hmm. He says, "You give me a microphone, baby girl." He says, "I can go all night long." He, yeah. he starts cutting the notes. I didn't see Anderson that. Promo. Oh, yeah, you gotta that. check it out. Yeah, it was um like a pr- after show um interview, and yeah, it was great. He says, "He says I'm having the time of my life. You give me a microphone, I'm ready to rock." So that was awesome seeing Arn come out to tie into um the Horseman and the Dusty and all that. I loved it. So uh, Cody now two zero and one I guess technically which gives him the reasoning to be facing Chris Jericho. Yeah. Go. They the said title. wins and losses matter. That was yeah. one of their first taglines. You know. I guess kind of gave a spoiler there. Not that everyone else knows. Whatever. Uh, Lucha Bros. Uh, defeat the Young Bucks in a Escalera. Escalera Fuerte. Uh, for the AAA World Tag Team Titles. Still interesting that they're going for these titles when they've already announced a, ta- a tag team title tournament. You gotta hang something above the ring, Murph. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but so again, another uh, big spot fest. I mean, they had double splashes off the ladders. They had yeah, uh, Canadian destroyer off the ladder, which was Ca- fucking Canadian unreal. Canadian destroyer through the ladder. Uh, through the ladder, a pile driver onto the ladder uh, used as a bridge between the rail and the ring. Um, he used the ladder as like a, I don't know, the horse vault kind of thing. Jumped off the rope, pushed off the ladder into like yeah. a big um, somersault move. Um, as you know, always, they're going to be right up there with match of the night. If it's not the match of the night, you got the Bucks and the um, the Lucha Bros. Both teams are over like crazy. I don't uh, think there was a heel team in this. You know what I mean? They no, tried to play yeah. the tried to play the Lucha Bros up as the heels. You know, but how can you when they're both? Uh, Dave Meltzer gave this match five point two five stars, and I believe I read somewhere that he said it was better than Dudley's, Hardy's, Edge and Christian TLC match. Really? Yeah. I'm gonna respectfully disagree. Yeah. <laughs> that was like the or, that was like the original, like holy shit the OG, match. Yeah. yeah. 
Come on, I mean, you can't. Every, that's disrespectful. That, maybe outside of the Canadian Destroyer, everything that the Bucks and Lucha Bros did is you're gonna find in that match already. Yeah, yeah especially uh, with Nick almost getting his head taken off. I've seen that before. Yeah. When he when he went off, almost got his head taken yeah, off. That was, that was insane. Yeah, he uh, he hit his feet on the top rope. On the top rope, and, and then tossed him over, held his over there. If you know, if he had hit a little more, where he actually flung himself, like his where. Yeah. More of his legs hit, and his legs would have flung over his head. It would have been. He'd been, yeah, really bad shape. Or if it wasn't that other table, like, kind of his shoulder caught that, too. If it was just his head, he would have broke his neck. It was insane. That popped the whole bar, by the way. Well, sure. When that happened, the whole bar, like, people jumped out of their seats. Oh, like, sure, oh, man. my God. He looked dead. Yeah, I thought he was yeah, dead. He dead. Uh, so, Lucha Bros retained the uh, AAA World Titles. Uh, it'll be interesting to see. I'm sure both these teams will be in the tag team title, tag title tournament. Uh any thoughts between the two of you as to what the finals might be? I mean, I would hard to not say that these two teams will be in the finals, but I don't think the Bucks are going to put themselves there. No, that's I, the one I can't imagine that they would. I but. see SCU go real far, if not all the way to the finals. Uh, Freebird rules? Possibly. Um, people, I think people would just rip on them if they did that. Freebird rules? For, yeah. yeah, for just being the, the new day. Possibly the Dark Order? Yeah, mm. it's interesting. I, I don't know if I could give a uh, I'm saying best friends and uh, Lucha Brothers. Best friends, Luchas. Yeah. Um, I I gotta think SCU is gonna be involved in the final. I you know Lucha Brothers and SCU I think that would be you got Scorpio and Kazarian versus yeah. Phoenix and and uh, Penta. The only thing is Penta Christopher Phoenix Daniels into a managing role more. He is like seventy eight. He's talent right? relations. He's doing both. Uh, main event of the night for the AEW World Title. Chris Jericho and Hangman Adam Page. Uh, Jericho wins. Jericho goes over, yeah. I think we kind of all had the same thought that you kind of had needed Jericho to keep eyes on the on the product when he gets to TV. Drop a little legitimacy uh, right in the beginning. Right. No, people know who uh, Jericho is then. I don't don't really like that uh, he won with that fucking elbow finisher. You don't like the Judas effect? It doesn't do it for me. Dave Batista told him that move. Yeah, it makes sense. <laughs> and then, um, I don't know if you listen to Jericho ever, he, uh, I think one of the guys from um, Private Party told him, backstage went to him, was like, yeah, you know, I, I've always been doing this move with it. I well, they have right a now. double team spinning elbow. I did this thing with spinning elbow, and Jericho was like, yeah, let's not do that for a while. Until, yeah. Uh, after I dropped the belt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he shut him down. Yeah, but he, he, he kind of put them over saying they had the respect enough to um, ask yeah. him about it. You know, they do the spin and elbow deal. But uh, a couple great spots in that match. The um, the moonsault into the code breaker was sick. Yeah, that sick. was pretty sick. Um, the, uh, obviously, the buckshot lariat is always great looking. The moonsault off the top is always great looking. Um, Hangman Page. Came in on a horse. Star. Yeah, came in on a horse. Probably, probably missed a good you time though, to, name, to right? use Old Town Road as a, as a theme song that one. You know the name of the horse? Uh... Hunter Horse Helmsley. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, didn't, I forgot about that. Yeah. So, uh, Hunter Horse, horse Helmsley. Uh, pulling some cowboy shit. You know what I mean? That's yeah. kind of his gimmick right now. Cowboy shit. So um, I'm not mad at it. I don't know about you guys. No. I, I kind of expected it. I mean, I think with all the shit that Jericho says about Goldberg and, and Lesnar, 
and he's fucking older than them, and he's still doing the same thing. Well, Murph, watch him out, because he's the youngest AEW champion of all time. (laughs) (laughs) Which brings us to the after party at Longhorn Steakhouse. Which sets off one of the greatest turn of events of all time. Hold on, don't skip the backstage monologue. He walks Are we through. getting worked? I, I, I still don't even know. Do we walk what? through back? No, whole, the whole thing. I, I don't know, but he walked through backstage. You didn't see it? Sure, backstage. I did, but it's just. He's talking you, about you, Like, just in general, the whole thing that he loses at a fucking Longhorn Steakhouse. Oh, it's not a work. The cops had it. Yeah, there, there was real I, police reports filed. I, I don't know. But um, if, if there's a Longhorn Battle Royal next one, we got worked. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> if it's still oh, Cracker Barrel, it's 50. Even if it is legit, they're still going to use the Longhorn Battle <laughs> Royal. But uh, Jericho goes through backstage. He's got the belt. He looks over at the Bucks. Where's my thank you? And they say, oh, you know, congrats. Keep it moving. So then he just starts shitting on everybody in sight. Uh, he tells Brian Pillman his haircut's stupid. I'm looking at him. <laughs> what are you I'm looking at with that stupid haircut? This guy. I'll never get a shot at this. Oh. Uh, um, who else did he hit? Uh, he was, he's calling. He just rags everybody on the way back to the um, locker room. And then he gets to his locker room where there's a little bit of hors d'oeuvre set up and uh, cheap salami and yeah, al- cheap salami like the, al- the olives with the hole and no, there's no little guy in the middle, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is all stuff that he it's all taken from movies. Yeah, it's off the Spinal Tap movie and the uh, uh, the cheap salami thing. It's and uh, even though the little bit of the bubbly is from Dumb and Dumber. Movie? Yeah. Oh, so then we get the birth of the now his new great catchphrase: a little bit of the bubbly. There, there was a meme where if, of all his catchphrases have caught on, blows my mind. You know, starting with armbar. You know, stupid idiot. Uh, ask him. Uh, all this stuff. It, and like five he, he of them again. And yeah, like yeah. five of them are from like the last three years. Yeah, he just he yeah. whatever he says he gets he just gets it over. Sure. Yeah. He, listen, the guy knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? He's has for what? Damn near over just over, over twenty five years, years now. Yeah. yeah. I think last year was his twenty fifth year in wrestling. He said. So um, a little bit of the bubbly. He uh, the next day he gets he flies back to Tampa. Um. He takes the wrong luggage out of the the story is if we're not getting work to uh, to the workers work here, uh, he takes the wrong bag but he has the belt with him, and then they realize it. He sends the driver back to the airport for his luggage, but he keeps you know he leaves the belt in the limo. Um, he stays at a Longhorn Steakhouse. He comes back, and there's no belt. So if it was real, the story is that the guy that found it found it on the side of the highway. And he said, you know, in the velvet bag. Yeah. So it must have either been put on the trunk or on the roof of the car. And he put it on Craigslist. The guy was going to sell it on Craigslist. That thing would in be one... hang- hanging right here in Studio B. <laughs> it was one. Do you find that in one day and, and your first thought is to put it on Craigslist? I don't know. I just... It's Florida, bro. That's These true. These people Fl- smoke meth in the Florida street. man. Florida, yeah, Florida man. man. Florida man finds Bell. You know what I mean? We're lucky that's not all he was found wearing. Um, well, he's smoking bath salts. But, um. So Jared, they get the belt back uh, the next day. Then they, uh, what, the police department put a picture up on Twitter. Then they pulled yeah. it down. And see, that's where you start thinking we're getting worked a little bit here. Yeah. But uh, the belt's back. Then Jericho does a couple genius short promos sitting in his um, hot tubs. And, yeah. yeah, what a great, uh, what a genius this guy is. So um, all out. What do you guys think? Uh, I, thought it was, I thought it was great. I would give it a 8.3. 8.3. Um, I'm going higher. I'm going 8.4. Wow. See, I was going to go like 8.6, and then I was going to finish, actually go up to an 8.7, because the food at Pub 46 was fantastic this time. The ambiance. Yeah, the food was... He could have been really watching good. the Westminster Dog Show, but the food. I didn't have any food, Woo! but uh, the bubbly was very good. The bubbly! The bubbly. Well, uh, pulled a real rookie move, an 8, before we went to the show. Okay. Yeah, rookie There's move. a lot... 
It wasn't as expensive as the fucking yeah, He had a ham sandwich in the parking lot. <laughs> like he was at a boy saved scout. All my money for the, saved all my money for the bubbly. For the bubbly. Can't wait for the weekly TVs to start October 2nd. Uh, yeah, going up against and but, so before that though NXT will be, have already started on TV. I believe. I think right? they're starting the week before. They're gonna try to preempt them a little bit. So get a jump on them. Sure. A lot to look forward to. Uh, hey, the wars Wednesday night. Yeah, you know it's just gonna make competition. It's gonna make things better. If you want to talk about going head to head, sorry to cut you there. If you want to talk about going head to head with AEW, we are <laughs> ECPW November 9th. That's true. Tell them where it's at. ECPW coming live to you from the Holy Cross Rec Center, Route 6, New York, off County Route 22. Be there, be square. Be square. Your boys will be on commentary, I believe. Oh, uh, the boys are going to be on commentary. We got wreaking havoc defending the ECPW Hudson Valley heavyweight title against the Dark Oracle Sage, everybody. The Dark Oracle Sage. So, uh, Migs. Funhouse. Uh, Migs against Colin, uh, Connor Riley, which I'm looking forward to. Um, I put a uh, little matchup thing online the other day. And you know Migs, he's just going to come out talking smack. Yes. Um, Migs lives the gimmick. Yeah, Migs lives Better the gimmick. Better than anybody. living the gimmick. Um, Him and Love Jones are tied for living the gimmick. I, Love Jones might, might have it. Love Jones, uh, yeah. That, that Jones, man is in – he's living in Nirvana. He's not even living in our world. But Love Jones is still pretty new. He's living the gimmick. He's Migs has been living the gimmick for a long time. So, yeah, he's talking smack to Conor Riley. Conor Riley's going to stretch him, he said. So I'm looking forward to that one. Los Santo Cables and the Funhouse. <laughs> When you just said that, I just remember the, the clip with Jeff Jarrett. Uh, I'm going to come down there and stretch your ass. Like yeah, stretch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, Thunder, is, uh, recently. Thunder is a goldmine of uh, undiscovered gems. But just They were doing whatever they wanted at the end. Nobody cared. Um, I can't wait for the, the Los Tocobos and Funhouse again. Yeah, Those guys be to go rematch. all for it. Um, who else? Like it's been a long time coming. Too. Yes. Atilio and uh, Love Jones again. They're going to run it back from Burke High School. Uh, Mike Fresh and Rick King are going for the ECPW uh, heavyweight aggression That's title. That's a throwback to uh, when we saw him in Greenwood Lake. Uh, Rick King, King, King each other? and Mike Fresh, yeah. That's going to be a good match. Um, and then we got Appa Jr. making uh, making an appearance here facing the patient. I can't wait for that. Uh, what a great show we got here. TJ Snell against Tristan Law um, and Lots a battle royal. royal. Yeah, Everyone big shout out to um, TJ Snell, local guy. He helps get this show going every year in um, – uh, Tristan Law too. He's a uh, Slate Hill area. He he stopped by a couple of the shows we've been at too. Yeah, Tristan Law, talk. cool guy. He's also got his own show. Um, real cool guy. Um, I can't wait. Uh, I've been papering the town. If you see the posters around in Otisville and Middletown, um, definitely buy some tickets. I'm picking up tickets and posters tomorrow. Uh, bell can, what's bell time? Uh, bell time seven p.m. If you want to come out and check us out. Uh, if you're local, you want to get tickets, you can get them at Neighborhood RX, um, Neighborhood um, on Route Six, or you hit us up. Slow Pitch will help you out. Get to this show. All right, so before we kick it, uh, before we end it here. I'm sorry, 7.30 bell time. I lie. We want to kick it to uh, the two interviews that we had recorded while watching All Out down at Pub 46. Two Uh, interviews, but we have at least three guys on there. We have a big fan, big friend of the show, Omar. Yep. Shout out, Omar. We see Omar all Uh, over town. Glenn Davidson and Tommy McGrogan, two of the um, Wrestling Express admins. So these were two live recordings, so – Apologies in advance. I mean, I can't make the yes. regular podcast sound that good, so this one's. Uh, it was a lot of bubbly a lot, being passed around. A lot around. of bubbly, a lot of sounds, a lot of yelling. Um, topics are random, va- varying degrees of at best of, of random topics. topics. That's funny. Shout out to Tommy, your old Cole, and all the guys that made the MSG shows last couple nights. MSG held uh, SmackDown and Raw for the first yeah. time in what, like ten or twelve years or something, yeah. right? Long time. Tommy was 
second row, third row. He was, Wait, on, wasted, he was on TV. Wasted <laughs> the Undertaker. No, no, no. He wasn't wasted. He oh. wasted, wasted the Undertaker. Oh, I thought you were saying time. He was wasted. <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe. I don't know. Uh, but, yeah, Earl Cole um, was there, a couple guys. But, yeah, Undertaker comes out. How predictable was that after Stone Cold opened up the night before? Yeah. I'm talking about fucking pot. Raw opens up the be- the uh, glass shatters. Oh, yeah. That's 10, 12 years of, you know what I mean? Everybody wants to see well, Stone that's, Cold. Yeah. No matter what, Stone Cold still gets the pop. Like he sure. he's, he is the guy that could be the probably the reason why you might pick put him above the Rock and Flair sure. and some of these other guys. He doesn't do anything and, and he gets that fucking huge. If you pop. want to talk about the double edged sword though? That guy comes out and he gets that pop. How do you follow that? How do you follow that? Yeah, and who, who you bringing out? You just you just threw a neon sign up that said this guy who stopped wrestling 15 years ago is over more over than anybody I got in the back. I wasn't watching SmackDown, but I did hear my son say, "You got to be kidding me." And I went out and I said, dude, what's up? And he said, if I got to watch Shane McMahon wrestle one more time. And then I just walked away. Thank God they put Gable over. But yeah, Elias is it? Did it? I didn't it might be the legit broken yeah, ankle. Yeah, Gable. Oh, yeah, Elias is hurt. Yeah, Elias is Gable out uh, uh, straight. So um, Gable good. looks good with the uh, cut hair. But yeah. um, he's uh, hopefully, uh, so is it going to be Gable Corbin? Yeah. In the King and of the Ring? I think we all kind of. Did I he- call heal? I believe I called King Corbin. Uh, yeah, but. I said it, and he said, "Oh, you stole my uh, my mojo." Right, we'll run it back. We'll, I'm going to put it in this podcast the clip from last <laughs> awesome. from last time. That's awesome. You can't even get the sound right. You ain't, you ain't <laughs> dubbing clips from another show. <laughs> Bet your ass I am. <laughs> I'm going to figure it out for this one. <laughs> uh, yeah, super well, excited about all tomorrow. Work. <laughs> yeah, spend it all day. Spend it all day. I can't wait for some of this stuff. We got a lot of exciting wrestling coming up. Yeah, so let's kick into those interviews now and uh, enjoy. All right, Murph, we're Wrestling Express. Uh, what is this, Public House 40, 46, Public House 46 in Clifton, New Jersey. Watching the AEW pay-per-view. North Jersey? Good old Jersey. Good old Jersey. Hey, is correct anywhere. I'm not sure. No offense. No offense. So we're sitting here talking with Omar, the Omar, that we see at all the wrestling shows we go to. What's up, Omar? How much? How are you guys doing? Excellent, excellent. There's a lot of noise in here. Get the, get the. Basically, yeah, it's for AEW, and it's a nice turnout here in public. Public house, forty-six, I think. Forty-six or forty-one, one of those. Uh, not a bad crowd tonight. Uh, Tommy McGrogan and Glenn and uh, uh, Elijah, and there's one guy, Warren. Uh, it's a nice little place to have. Come and watch the show. Uh, yeah, we've been doing this for a couple of shows now, and the owner is actually very nice to us. And we just rent out the entire space for us, and we eat and watch wrestling. The best bet. <laughs> I ate, I just ate. I had buffalo chicken tater tots. That's how we're there. Phenomenal, actually. I know we have to shit a few minutes, though. Well, yeah, the bathrooms are over there. <laughs> right, and uh, they got TVs all over the place. It's a nice show. Uh, so, what are you thinking about AEW now? It's about to hit TV, and uh, it's getting a lot of hype. They're trying to be the next company to take over, and they would have to do uh, a lot of work to compete with WWE. The pay-per-views are going great. Everybody's watching. They got a great roster so far, and it's just the beginning, and... 
Let's see when the TV tapings come. And I'm going to the first two TV tapings. So I'm witnessing history here. Oh my God. Like we didn't know that already. If you a decent indie wrestling show in the tri-state area, you see Omar there in the front. Basically, right? yeah. <laughs> I love indie wrestling. I love all the wrestling companies in New Jersey. We do, yeah, we do too. And uh, it's funny that you meet people and even before we met Omar we, we felt like we knew Omar just from seeing you at all the shows oh, yeah. Yeah, um, the, the major promotions I go to like I'm very like um, I guess if you want to say uh, loved uh, by these companies because I go to like every single one of their shows some of them are like Pro Wrestling Magic. Yes, I'm shouting them out. <laughs> it's all right. It's all good. It is. It is. The company is doing great things. The other one is Wrestlepro. Um, lately, for the past couple of months, uh, ICW, they've been in Queens, and something like happened to the license, and they moved it over to Vicksburg Park, New Jersey. So the next show is September, uh, September 20th in Richburg Park. I have to check that one out. That's what we've been in that building a bunch, man. It's, 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 it's kind of crazy. Ridgefield Park gets has a lot of venue uh, promotions running through there. You know what? I think it's because it's in New Jersey and it's convenient. It's a nice building. It's a nice. It's a Knights of uh, Columbus, and the people there let us do whatever we want. Like, it is a cool building. They just got to do something about the bathroom situation. And why? Why? That one way. There's one one bathroom with like a toilet. Oh, there's bathrooms in the basement. I didn't know about that. Oh, well, you should ask me. <laughs> I was waiting online for 15 minutes last time. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, it's only one restroom, but. Where the, where the wrestlers change there's bathrooms down there they also serve beer there which is very nice yeah but but what I noticed is that the beer that they got serving there is different than they serve in the nights the main bar area bring their like bring a case in it's something like that I guess <laughs> So you, uh, you said the, the owners of these promotions like having you there. If, you, if, if you're listening, if you've never seen Omar, you don't know who Omar is. He's a, uh, a I'd say a polarizing figure. He's a, a bigger gentleman with a big beard, bald head. Right? Oh, thank you. Uh, yeah, very nice hair. You uh, kind of you stand out. You and Mikey, the kid Mikey, who I've, I've actually we've never met Mikey. I've talked to him. I think in like text message or. Facebook message because I was going to talk to him after I wanted to show us and the show ended and we wound up walking out and I didn't get right. to talk to him but like you and Mikey kind of stand out in the front all the time yeah and um, me and Mikey so we start we met at Pro Wrestling Magic and I love Pro Wrestling Magic they do great things but Mikey was always known for sitting in the front row. And that's his name, Mikey from the front row, like yeah, on uh, social media. Just, he is the guy that is basically cheering more than like everybody. He's a, a staple in like pro wrestling magic. I did see him at, it was one of the ECPW shows, they let him come out as a manager for somebody. Oh, 
it was on, I saw it on the uh, Facebook a while, a long time ago. I think it was the EC, one of the ECPW shows. It came out like uh, as a manager for somebody. Huh. Ask him about that. Yeah. I saw a clip of it a long time ago. So, um, mainstream, if you want to call it mainstream wrestling now, uh, we're in the middle of the Kenny Omega Pac match. <coughs> so, you said you're going to the first two AEW shows. What's your view on mainstream, quote-unquote, mainstream wrestling companies right now? Wait, say that again? What do you, what's your view on, like, the quote-unquote mainstream companies? So, AEW, WWE, Impact, uh, Lucha Underground. So... My love for wrestling and for companies in general is always... Sorry, I didn't interrupt you. Omega just flipped off the ropes and yeah. took, his, took his own legs out. They got to move those barricades back a bit. Um, no, my, my love is always going to go for WWE, regardless if the product needs help or not. But Impact, I never watch Impact. And people say that it's doing good. I know a couple of the wrestlers uh, that wrestle on Impact, like Kevin Matthews, Falaba, and sorry, a lot of screaming in the bar. Yeah, I'm gonna, I thought we were going to have a match in the bar here. I know, seriously. <laughs> so Impact, I, I watched it a couple of times because I knew a couple of the wrestlers. Um, but WWE's where it's at. Um, they got they got competition now, in my opinion, somewhat competition. But AEW is proving that you can take these talented people and actually put them to work, and people want to see that. They don't want to see the drama, the keep on talking for like 40 minutes. Yeah, we, 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 were, we were sitting here talking about wrestling for a while before we started recording. I mentioned that even my my nine-year-old son has noticed that it goes up to 40 minutes in a WWE event before they get a match in. Yeah, that's like, a nine-year-old kid. I know. Like, and if, if a nine-year-old is saying, oh my God, it's like 40 minutes, like there's something wrong with the program where you can't even keep the attention span of a nine-year-old. Right, right. I you just put people in the ring, he's watching. If he's talking and talking and Yeah. Like it like uh, So Tommy is actually going live also. So if we get interrupted one second, I'm sorry. No, no. We're in the middle of recording. We're in the middle of recording Omar right now for the next show. Bitch <laughs> Wrestling Podcast. What's Some going time. on, guys? Live from the Wrestling Express meetup right here at Public House 46. Omar absolutely sucks. <laughs> I do. I do. Come on, Omar. What's up, Tommy? Uh, so yeah, that was Tommy. He's running this entire event tonight. I don't. I don't think you're gonna find a better hype man in New Jersey than Tommy Kavogan right now. Yeah, Tommy is one of those crazy people that are just trying to get the, the word out. And he's just rolling around right now, going live on Facebook and going crazy. That's Tommy for you. Um, but yeah, the, well, I would say that people like, um, they like to see talented, talented men and women 
wrestle, right. not like a bunch of like stupid talking. So what do you think about AEW going head to head now with NXT on TV? Because those are probably the two most talented uh, associations, I would say. NXT and AEW have the most talent. Yeah, and actually, yeah, they are going gonna be going like head to head on TV now, starting in October. Uh, uh, NXT is gonna be going live, and uh, AEW is getting their TV uh, on the top rope. This is what happens when this is what happens when you do an interview live from a wrestling yeah. event. Um, I forgot what he was talking about. Basically, after that spot, <laughs> but look at the height on Pac. Jesus oh. Christ! So, speak, real quick, speaking of Pac, Pac was very like underrated in WWE. He should have been gay. A lot more TV time than he originally did. Well, he's like, you know what it is with WWE? You're not good on the mic. You're not getting on TV. Exactly. And he's yeah. awful on the mic. Well, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no denying that. He's awful on the mic. Right. Which, it sucks because, like they say, they're in sports entertainment. They're looking for more actors than wrestling. You know, wrestling. That's what, the way I see it. So, well, that's the problem with WWE because they're going for that uh, entertainment aspect. When in reality, AEW is looking for the wrestling aspect. Yep. One and only. All right. Well, um, but yeah, AEW and uh, NXT, it's going to be interesting to see that because I'm going to be watching AEW over like NXT. But NXT is doing Let me throw this at you, which also my nine-year-old son was good enough to bring up when I explained to him. NXT was going to USA Channel, and AEW was going head to head. And he said, "Yeah, that's why we have a DVR, Dad." And I just stood there, looked at him, and was like, "Damn, he got me. Nine-year-old kid got me." You're right. So, and you're talking about the, it's not the wrestling wars of WCW uh, Monday Night Raw versus Raw. This is going to be real wrestling fans like like us that could watch anything. Probably DVR in one of them or watching one of them. Well, yeah, and back then there was no DVR. People used like VHS tapes. Wow, that's all my age. Tape trader. I'm all, I know your age. I'm older than you. I know. <laughs> I used to tape the pay-per-views on VHS, I remember, and have all the labels. King of the Ring 1985. Hold on a second. We're talking about VHS and McGrogan just walked over. He knows nothing about VHS. He doesn't know nothing about VHS. VHS tapes are the one, like the black tapes that you put in and like it plays. It's, it's like the old. Right, he does DVD know. Player. I used to have it. No way, I ever used one. No, I grew up with the VHS. Three day, you like twelve. You no, know, I have like all like, the Disney ones in a box in the basement. And yeah, no. I, I had them. I know what they are. I don't use it. It's 2019. Nobody uses it, but. You're like a child. I'm you not, don't know. I'm 21. I'm not a child. I had to use it when we had the uh, the gray box that got the the sketchy pay per view for free. You had the cable guy come and he, he fixed up the box. Yeah. That was really traumatic. I had to start paying for the pay per views again. Yeah. Good old days. Now we got the streaming services. What are you gonna watch? What are you gonna DVR? AEW. I'm not DVR. Shit. He's going to flick back and forth. Not even. I'm going to be watching AEW. Simon Grogan, what do you want? Oh, my God. 
Well, NXT is still going to be featured on WWE Network, and as long as it's going to be featured for 9.99, on guys, for 9.99 a month. Thank you, Omar, for interrupting. Behind <laughs> you. But now that uh, a lot of chaos going on. now that AEW is coming to TNT in October, I think AEW is going to get the upper hand as long as WWE continuously shows NXT on the network. So I'm going to turn uh, AEW. Yeah. So awkward. No. No, that's all right. We uh, <laughs> we just I just walked by before we were promoting. Hype man in Jersey, and he get on the mic and you botch the whole fucking thing. Yeah, yeah. no. Wait, you were from Oh, it's supposed to be. We're talking about the yeah, We're talking about the show, uh, the gigs you put on here. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to ruin the show, man. About them. What? I was lying, saying that you were the best. <laughs> oh, okay. So I was just gonna bluffing for the. Oh no, almost hyping the hype man. Yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. I believe them too. You know, it's funny because every time that one of these meetups comes around. Omar will always message me, we'll have fun at the meetup, it's like I'm not coming, and then he comes every single time. You gotta keep him in suspense, Omar. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly, no. that's what I do with the people on Facebook. I say I'm not coming to a Pro Wrestling Magic event, and then I show up. As if anyone's gonna be surprised. Like, we're not happy to see you tonight. <laughs> like, you're as average as they come, like, you're okay, you're basic. Let's go. Let's go back to uh, wrestling. Yeah, anyway. <laughs> Enough about Omar here. Did I redeem myself in promo class? Like, am I good now? That wasn't bad. It wasn't bad. You suck at promos. You are as basic as an Eva Marie match. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I could actually agree with that. <laughs> But we're out here at Public House 46 tonight. We're having a great time right now. It is Pac versus Kenny Omega. What a suitable replacement for John Moxley. You know, if John Moxley's not going to appear tonight and wrestle, Pac is the guy. I think they went about it all wrong, though. Introducing him so close, it didn't do his ticket sales or anything. Should have been a surprise. A surprise I don't think it did ticket sales any favors. Um, I would imagine that AEW had Pac as a kept secret as far as this show goes. I think he was supposed to be a surprise, but they kind of had to do something good for the show, which would be this. But it would have actually been nice to have seen Kenny Omega in the main event with Hangman Page and Chris Jericho for the championship. I would have liked to have seen that too. I think that would have been a suitable replacement as well. Omega, very early in the card. Uh, I was going to say, I thought I'd heard that there had been rumors that Pac would come out in the title fight at kind of fuck with Paige and kind of set up that. But hold on now, this is an all-out pay-per-view. It's in Chicago. Yep. Do you think... It's not happening. Do you think CM Punk is coming? <laughs> you know, every single time that CM Punk has ever been in the area local to a wrestling show, people will always speculate he's coming out, he's coming out, and every single time CM Punk says, I'm not coming out, and he's yeah. lived up to that word, well, he is not coming out. Being at StarCast Star Star today helps yeah. the fuck That's why I'm still... He, he yeah. was at StarCast, but yet he was also seen in the local area for Double or Nothing, and he didn't come out either. So, CM Punk, every single time there's speculation going around that CM Punk's coming out, he always goes on Twitter and he always says, I'm not coming out, and he's lived up to it. Yeah, but the owner of AEW, isn't he like a billionaire? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. So, I'm pretty sure that if he paid Punk 
for some kind of a low appearance. I think Punk would take it. But Punk has enough money. I don't think Punk loves wrestling. He took the money from Starcast. He took the money from Starcast. I don't think Punk loves wrestling, but I think Punk loves the fans. And I think that's why he went out to do the meet and greet that he did. Yeah, that, that was actually pretty crazy. I think CM Punk loves the fans. I don't think he loves wrestling anymore. So when it comes to meeting the fans and doing a meet and greet, I think he's more than happy to do that for them. But what about the video that was going around the internet where he put on a mask and wrestled? And it was an indie show. Yeah, but I think that's fun for CM Punk. A guy like CM Punk, I think he still maybe likes to do those small appearances, but I don't think he wants to wrestle as CM Punk anymore. I don't think he wants to be full-time on the road anymore or be in the spotlight like he is. I think he's doing way too much to want to like put himself back in wrestling. Because if he took off that mask, everyone's going to be like, oh my God, CM Punk is back, and then they're not going to want to see him do anything else. They're going to want him in wrestling, and then they're going to be disappointed. Um, I think CM Punk likes doing those small cameo appearances. I think there's still that love for wrestling, but I don't think he loves being CM Punk in the wrestling ring anymore. So I think there's like a big difference there. Um, that appearance was awesome. It was nice to see CM Punk under the mask come out and hit the GTS, even though no one really knew about it until after the show, but I think that's what made that appearance so special, is that we did it now. Who has the better GTS, Punk or Kent? Punk. Punk. Punk, I think, made it big. Did you see that clip? Uh, it was a, a WWE house show. Daniel Bryan and Kobe Kingston went back and forth doing GTSs after CM Punk chants started going on. You know, during a Daniel Bryan match, I feel like that is the most inappropriate time to start a CM Punk champ. Especially, like, Daniel Bryan versus Kofi Kingston, which I would think is a very, like, marquee match for a live show or whatever it would be. Um, as far as who hits the best GTS, I think CM Punk, only because CM Punk, I feel, really made that move famous. What was the under I don't mean to cut you off. What was the under-over on V-Trigger? V-Triggers for this match. Step away real quick, I'll be back. I said, what was the under-over on how many V-Triggers Kenny was going to hit? <laughs> it's about five already. Is it five already? All right, Omar just got his food. We're going to keep watching AEW. Omar, thanks for sitting and talking with us. All right, anytime. Thank you. All right, we're back here at Public House. What is it, 46? 146. 146. Back one more time. Uh, slow Pitch Wrestling, Wrestling Express, uh... Admin Tommy McGrogan and Glenn Davidson. Glenn, you've been pretty hard so far in the crowd. Yeah, I mean, like, I haven't seen much of AEW before tonight. So this is sort of my introduction to the whole thing. And so far, I'm really enjoying what I'm seeing. Sounds kind of satire. I'd like to hear your thoughts on the Cracker Barrel uh, <laughs> match. That's got to be the funnest match I've seen in a long time. Just some of the spots were so, like, like you look at them, they're kind of silly. But it was so much fun to watch. Fucking coffin drop on a barrel is insane. Ugh, the the, the drop in the barrels, the paper cuts, the skateboard with the tacks on it. It just reminds me of why I was, why I started to be a wrestling fan. It's just so much fun to watch. Is the superhuman? Keep, keep superhuman as far away from this as possible, because AEW should be a real, uh, like a legitimate federation, and superhuman just some backyard indie trash. We don't need to say. What about his good friend Paul? I don't give a shit about Paul. That's a, that's gonna be jumping the shark. When you see superhuman, like when they started, when WWE started bringing in. Uh, in every anybody and their mother. Yeah. Yeah, every like you know guest host of Raw from like you know Jeremy Piven to uh, uh, John Hedder or whatever. 
Uh, WrestleMania 1, they had, like, guest timekeeper and shit. Like, that was cool. They had, uh... Well, it's WrestleMania 1, but, you know, you know, 30-plus years later, we don't need They're it. really reaching for the stars. Like, they're bringing in, like, fucking uh, Road Rules, guy from Road Rules. Um, Superhuman was at Game Changer Wrestling, I believe. Uh, GCW, right? He's doing a lot of appearances lately. I think it is just the funniest thing that we've seen in the wrestling community in such a long time. We were starving for something new, and I feel like Superhuman is that something. <laughs> Superhuman appeals to marks like you, who just like stupid backyard shit. People are booking Superhuman left and right to appear at their indie shows, and I saw a promotion the other day, Superhuman and good friend Paul, and I'm just like, this is literally so cool. Fucking Paul, a good friend Paul is jumping on the Superhuman free ride. Like Superhuman's like the average Wrestling Express member, you know. <laughs> the, the best part is that he wears the luchador mask. Paul yeah. wears the luchador mask. In real life, he doesn't want to be associated with Superhuman. <laughs> <laughs> so, those close to Superhuman don't want to be associated with him. <laughs> so, you really, yeah. yeah. Uh, some sort of mask on. He made a post on Instagram a couple weeks ago, like, hey, if you follow, like, my new Instagram, like, I'll give you a follow back. He never followed back. <laughs> Not so superhuman after all, I guess, you know? Super subhuman. So, we were talking to uh, other people here tonight about just the state of wrestling in general. AEW is going to be going against NXT now on regular TV. Now, I mentioned this uh, to my nine-year-old son who likes wrestling. And I was like, man, I don't know. What are we going to do? What are we going to watch? He's like, Dad, we have a DVR. So I felt like a dick, but what are you, what you, you going to be preferring? For me, um, AEW. NXT appeals to everybody. But AEW is offering us something different and something new that we've never really seen before, or at least in a really, really long time. You know, I view the uh, AE, the uh, NXT, I'm sorry, the NXT uh, move to Wednesdays as kind of a petty move by Vince, just to try to squash any competition before it starts. And I get it; it's a business, so that's why. Why not? Would he? Do, why wouldn't he do that? But any show that's going to be live on WWE TV that. You know, it's going to be aired on USA or anything other than the network. Vince is going to have his hands all over. So the NXT that we know of now, I don't know if it's going to be like that in a year. You know, whereas the AEW we're watching right now is going to be that way next week, the week, week after, week after. Now, for someone like me, I want something new. I want something different. The WWE formula doesn't work for me anymore. So something like this, I'm willing to give a chance. So I don't know. It's definitely different. I mean, as we're talking, the Young Bucks just came out with fucking uh, Buck Deer Face Luchador Mess. To, to the they almost look like deers. <laughs> this is going to be a dynamite match. I don't know how much of the Lucha Brothers you've seen, Glenn, but they are outrageous, dude. We've seen Penta and Ray Phoenix both live a couple times, and they're amazing. You know, this is sort of my first exposure to these guys, so to all four competitors. These guys, uh, Lucha Brothers, aren't going to disappoint you. You know, I'm having a hard time getting into AEW as much as I know that I would be if there was a storyline behind the match itself. I know these shows are to familiarize the crowd yeah, with these new. talent. Uh, absolutely. 
I think that the wrestling matches, top to bottom, have been absolutely fantastic. Every single one of them. I don't think I've seen an AEW match where I just didn't enjoy it. But it would be so much better if we had the storylines behind the match, a reason to want to watch the fight or to, um, you know, they haven't really been doing a lot of advertising with these characters getting us well with a, with a weekly TV show I mean there'll be time to flesh yeah, that no, the that's, where, that's where the TV comes in is to, to tell the story to lead up yeah I absolutely think, I think the one thing that really stands out about AEW I'm going to go back to when Sean Spears hit Cody Rhodes with the chair because that is the match that we just watched I feel like that was kind of just a taste of the storylines that we're going to see when they move to TNT the whole, the whole AEW movement kind of came from uh, YouTube storytelling. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're gonna see some things that are a little bit more edgier. We're gonna see some of the risks that Vince maybe at one point took and won't take anymore. I, I think we're gonna see a very different product, and uh, that's not a bad thing. I think it's gonna be really good overall. Competition always makes everything better. Hopefully, it makes WWE better. I'm not gonna stop watching WWE. I'm, that's what a lot of fans say. It's like, well, hopefully once WWE gets some competition, that'll make them better. That's not the reason I'm watching it. I'm watching because I want to see what AEW has to do. You know, if it really takes something like this for Vince to, like, be competitive, then that's sad. You know, they should be competitive constantly. But something like this, like, now they'll have NXT on the on uh, opposite them. So they'll have some more competition, you know, going forward. So I want to jump around a little bit. If I Arn Anderson just hit a spine buster a couple minutes ago, which was arguably the biggest moment for me on this show, just because we haven't seen Arn Anderson do anything in how long. I was asking, when do you think the last time Arn Anderson hit a spine buster? My guess was 2002, 2003, I don't know. I don't know, I think it was like the early 2000s, but it's been a really long time, so I just popped so big, I just jumped out of my chair like an idiot. But how long until Ric Flair? Hey, Tommy, you're taking a lot of heat tonight by his crowd. Yeah, I know, I know. Everyone, everyone hates me, but everyone's here for me. They, they, they don't like you. It's not good. It's Xbox. Yeah. Like we want you to go away. Yeah. No, I'm getting like the Road Warrior pop everywhere I go. Uh, how long until Ric Flair starts hitting bumps on people again? Now that Arn Anderson is doing it on AEW. Ric Flair seems to be a rough show. Ow. We're going to see Hulk Hogan wrestle the next Saudi Arabia show. God, no. Brother. If you heard his interview with Stone Cold, he said he officially can absolutely cannot take a bump ever again. Really? He can't take a bump ever again? Well, he had like nine back surgeries, and the last one they told him he would never walk again. So he said absolutely he'll never take another bump again. Yeah. Well, Hogan's done everything. I mean, you know, it's... It, you know, at the age he's at now, I mean, fans are like, oh, stay out of the ring, blah, blah, blah. But stop and think about it. The man has done everything. You know, I think now he's sort of earned that spot where he doesn't need to do any more bumps. Clearly, <laughs> The Undertaker has earned he doesn't have to do those spots anymore, yet he continue to, to, continues to do so. Yes, the, the Undertaker's a zombie, though, so he can do that. It's okay. He's done it. Can I ask what you guys think about The Undertaker charging $25,000 an hour to indie promotions and then charging fans over $600 for a meet and greet? Well, you can ask whatever you want, you know. That yeah, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a capitalism. If you want to pay it, Starcast or whatever, it would have been $600. Uh, I think he did like an out of country meet and greet, and it was over six hundred dollars. It was like six hundred thirteen dollars. Six hundred US. No, I think it was like out of country, and it was like recent too. But when he before he came back to WWE, he was like taking indie bookings for like twenty five thousand dollars an hour. I know he was supposed to be. I don't know if it was this Starcast or last year where uh, Vince kind of pulled the plug on that. So Tommy, what you're saying is 
if you were in Japan and they saw you and they said, hey, that's Tommy McGrogan from Wrestling Express, come sit at my show, I'll give you 25 grand. You'll say, no, that's too much money. Uh, they saw him in Japan, they tried to deport him immediately. <laughs> I don't think I would charge $25,000 an hour. D Tommy, bullshit. You'll charge whatever the hell you think people will pay. This is and a PG show. Why especially someone. No, no, no. no. I was going to say, I heard you guys swear a few times. <laughs> Usually Walsh opens up the show with fuck. Uh, it's tough for me to not swear. So. Right. Walsh usually opens up with, that, Walsh, with that George Carlin seven words you can't say, right? Walsh usually opens up with like, fuck, my mic fell, uh, fuck, <laughs> my kid's screaming. <laughs> but hell, the Undertaker, it, 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 the Undertaker feels he can charge $25,000 if people will pay it. Why not? You know, I mean, I, I, you can say that's that's seedy or whatever, but if he does it and people pay for it, I mean, can you blame the guy? I, I do it too. Yeah. Oh boy, we have a big lattice spot going on right now. Oh no. See, I look at that like I look at a small Dippin' Dots in an amusement park, like way too overpriced. Dippin' Dots. <laughs> What's that? Dippin' Dot reference. <laughs> That, 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 that's one that's for, for everybody of all ages. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, only only us. Only we bring those. Uh, well, I'll tell you, uh, Pub 46 stepped, stepped up the food game since the last time we were here. Yeah. Honestly, the wings here are fantastic. It's probably my favorite place to come for wings, and I'm not saying that just because I'm here. You know, it's really, really good. I would love to come for wings if it wasn't an hour and a half away from my house. Yeah, right? If it doesn't... If it didn't destroy my colon, too, hey, but it's I'm, worth it. I'm an hour away myself, so... Yeah, yeah no, I'm, I'm a solid hour away. Uh, also depends on traffic. New Jersey, always traffic. So, Glenn, did you want to find the spot since you said you lived down the block? I mean, I, I've known the spot's been around, and through uh, other contacts we know of, we were able to, uh, you know, meet the owner and become friendly with him, and he lets us hold the events here, and it's really... It's a good space. You know, everybody who comes here seems to have a good time, so what else could you ask for? I got out about Pub 46 uh, when I was a young kid because I used to go to Hooters in Wayne down the street because they used to do it. Hooters was so busy that they would sit random strangers at your table to accommodate everybody being able to come in and watch. And then this place started going up against Hooters, but then Hooters stopped doing it, you know, for a bunch of different reasons that nobody knows about because it brought in so much business. Uh, so I started coming here when I was really, really young, but then they stopped showing wrestling to, like, redesign the building and stuff like that. So but then there was really nowhere to watch and you know running wrestling express and meeting a bunch of wrestling fans i want to i want to bring that back and i picked up the phone i called rob uh early 2018 and he was happy to have us and ever since then we've been coming here uh i absolutely love the private room how we have all the tvs going with the wrestling pay-per-view and it's a really good space it's a good time Omar sat back in the table with us. He it doesn't matter. Omar said he curses too fucking much. Interesting take. Oh, brother. <laughs> so you went to see Ricochet the other night. What does fingers smell like? Um, I, I, I immediately after this, I, I'm not, I, I don't remember, but immediately after the meeting, I went to wash my hands. <laughs> I appreciate you guys sitting in with us for a few minutes. Yeah, no, thank you for having us. This is awesome. You guys no, are running a really fantastic. great podcast. I, I think you guys have a great podcast. It's it's organic. It's it's homegrown, and I absolutely love it. It's great. Hey, we appreciate it. Thanks for listening. And, uh, Can I send you up? Can I send you up? Why not? All right, guys. Yeah.
hype man in the world. You're going to have the worst hype out ever. I'm sorry. This is the Slow Pitch Wrestling Podcast right here on iTunes and all other social media platforms. I'm Tommy McGogan with the rest of the Slow Pitch Wrestling Podcast crew members, Omar, Glenn Davidson. You guys have a great rest of your night live from Public House 46. Take care. Tommy is still a giant wiener. You're such a mark. Yeah. <laughs>